In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. This is a podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Click the Marvel Show. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Radio Podcast. Yeah. 
One shot, two shots. Out of Miss McQueen with the blue dot. Thug life, Tupac. Smoke me a J on the rooftop. Champagne, campaign. Spend the whole day on the airplane. Barely get my team on the airplane. Barely get my luggage on the airplane. Looking at me like the captain. They treat me like the captain. Know where I'm going like the captain. Show up when I want like the captain. Hit the trap, make a backflip. What's happening? What's happening? I'd have made a million off rapping. What's happening? What's happening? I can fuck your bitch, no capping. Niggas make the real till they lacking. You ain't getting money unless you stacking. Niggas hate me, I imagine. No, I don't do shit average. In a minute, I'ma get shit smacking. Up front, we ain't dealing with no backing. What's happening? What's happening? All these niggas really care about is fashion. Don't even ask me hit the weed, you ain't matching. How the gang is the question that I'm asking. One shot, two shots. Adam is McQueen with the blue dot. Thug life, Tupac. Smoke me a J on the rooftop. Champagne, campaign. Spend the whole day on the airplane. Barely get my team on the airplane. Barely get my luggage on the airplane. Looking at me like the captain. They treat me like the captain. Know where I'm going like the captain. Show up when I want like the captain. Everywhere I go, I'm 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 the captain. What's happening? Huh? What's happening? Not a huffay, then I pass her a napkin. Now come big racks. Ooh. Blow big backs. Little purple pulled up in the Maybach. Little bitch give me head and I lay back. Nigga talk shit on his head like a wake cap. Put the little hoe when I asked him. Martin. Blow seven bands on the jacket. Them is on me and they dance like step up. Test me, nigga, shoot from the neck up. Bust down here, you know I had to flex up. No doctor, but you know I got my check up. Two glocks. Two shots. Shoot at his face, that's a crowd talk. Riding that four in that drop top. Call his bitch, get the slot top. One shot, two shots. Adam is McQueen with the blue dot. Thug life, Tupac. Smoke me a J on the rooftop. Champagne, campaign. Spend the whole day on the airplane. Barely get my team on the airplane. Barely get my luggage on the airplane. Looking at me like the captain. They treat me like the captain. Know where I'm going like the captain. Show up when I want like the captain. Everywhere I go, I'm the captain. Everywhere I go, I'm the captain. Yo, yo, what's good, what's good? It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles here in the house on a Tuesday night, y'all. We're live right here on Spreaker.com. Make sure y'all check us out on Spreaker.com and click that yellow follow button on the page there and get in the chat room and chop it up while we do this show. And also, if you want to check us out on social media, we got the Facebook page popping. We got the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. And if you got any questions or comments about the show, you could just email us at Barbershop Sports Talk1 at gmail.com. Just want to send some shouts outs to the chat room real quick. Uh, Miss Mocha Bella repping the X Squad is up in here in the what house. What up? What's up? What's up? I see the homie Melvin up in the building. What's what good? What's good, homie? Uh, the homie Big L repping uh, Chi-Town, repping the X-Squad as well. I Big see you up in there. Man. I also see the homie uh, Big Kev repping the 303, 303 out in Denver. What up, what up? What up, what up, homie? Homie Angry Black Man repping the X-Squad. What's good, man? What up, man? ABM in the house. That's what's up. 
Miss Tori Lee is up in the house. Oh, we blessed. We're hey, up man. in the X Squad. Tori Lee, man, I gotta let you know, man. You helped me out in my mornings, man. She, um, I made one morning, man. She had some jazz playing on a rainy day in the DMV, man. Word. And she had me feeling like I could move on, man. That's what's Shout up. Shout out to Tori Lee. Make sure y'all check out her morning show. Um, I think it comes on at the six or seven Eastern Standard Time. I, I don't remember, but. Miss Tori Lee, make sure you put your information up in that chat so uh, folks out there can uh, see when you come on in the mornings, all right? And then uh, also I see the homie Marl World Radio repping X-Squad. What up, man? What up, what up, homie? And then uh, see who else is up here in the chat, man. This chat's really popping right here, right now. All right, so um, looks like that's about it for now. But um, what's, what's good, man? Uh, <sighs> So you took a, you took a break from being in the man cave last uh, week. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm getting my. You know what I mean? Hey, man. It, you know what? I ain't percent. It's all good, man. I'm getting my ass beat, but it's all good. What? I guess it ain't really worth. Ain't really nothing worth having if you ain't fighting for it, right? Oh no, nah, not at all. So we we out here grinding. We got to fight for you know everything. Kids, yeah. this podcast. At least you know. At least for me, family. And you know my well being, for yeah, that matter. Man. And it's it's hard. It's hard to get sleep when you out here trying to, you know, get Ooh, this sleep. coin, man. What, what's sleep anymore? Yeah, man. We out here working, man. <laughs> what is sleep anymore, man? I I I tell my wife all the time because she she be fighting to try to get, you know, a nap in or two every day, and it's like what? I don't even know what that is anymore. Yeah. Got two kids, and even yeah. on the weekend when we trying to. You know, spend time with the kids or do other family stuff. You know, she be trying to find time to get a nap here and there, and it's like I ain't got the time sometimes. And even yeah. when I feel like it, I for some reason I I can't succumb myself to do so, right. even though I know it's a pretty good luxury to have. But with two kids in a household, man, it, it, it's it's just hard to break away for a nap you know so yeah but like hey look man we we, we out here trying to make some make some things happen we out here making some things happen yes yes and, absolutely and, and you know what i'm saying absolutely we'll, we'll sleep when it's time y'all be on the lookout for some big things popping with this podcast we'll in sleep. the next we'll, few we'll, weeks we'll go to sleep when it's time to go to sleep right? oh absolutely absolutely man so so we got a final four that's uh set in stone we got uh Kansas, mm -hmm. we got Villanova, we got Michigan, and we got the Cinderella story that yeah. is Loyola Chicago. Yes, indeed. And I tell you what, man, I, I was watching the Loyola Chicago K State game mm -hmm. on Saturday, I believe that was. And it's funny because the way Loyola got to this point, the first three games, all by a combined, I think, four points you know, margin of victory, mm -hmm. four points, all three combined games. And when I saw them jump out ahead against K-State, it was like, you know, a 10-point lead at one point. Mm -hmm. It was like, man, they just they just never look back. And the way they run their offense, man, it's like guys just freely go right to the basket and finish at the rim. And it's like it's just for some teams, it's just hard to defend that. And I tell you what, it was about – maybe five minutes, four minutes left in that game. And something told me, I said, you know what? K-State going to make a run right here. You know, you, you, you figure Loyola's been in this situation the last three games. They've been close, tight-knit games. K-State was down, I think, about 12 points. 
And I said, you know what? They're going to make a run. Mm-hmm. So they had an 8-0 run to kind of start their little comeback. Mm-hmm. And then they get another possession. And Homie shoots the three-pointer. And the ball rims, like, literally in and out. And, you know, you could see fans in the stands just, you know, holding their head because they knew that had that ball went in, they were going to be right there to start a, you know, momentum getting on that run. And I think once that ball rimmed in and out, there was just really at that point just no shot. I think the fact that the fluke of that ball coming in and out happened killed all the momentum that K-State had to try to, you know, cut this thing close. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily win the game at the end, but but with the way that Loyola's been playing some of these games, you thought, okay, this is the moment where teams are going to cut it close, and then Loyola, again, was going to come up with that big clutch shot in the end the way they did the last three games. I didn't didn't think they were going to do it. I I didn't think they were going to shut, you know what I'm saying, I... I, I thought as if, how many buzzer beaters can you hit? You know what I'm saying? It's I, so many. I, yeah, yeah. It's only it's only so, so much many buzz. Yeah, so, so either much they luck. were gonna have to pull away, mm-hmm. or they were gonna lose this game, man. And, and, right. And, and for certain, they pulled they pulled away. Um, I mean Villanova. I can't say I had them in my Final Four, mm-hmm. but as as you saw things progressing, yep. you know what I'm saying. You you knew what that was. Yeah. Um, they look like the more crispier team. Yeah. You saw throughout yeah, the entire throughout tournament. The tournament right. They're handling business. Yeah, they're they're handling business. That that's I think that's the the best way to describe what's going on with Villanova. They they handling business. Yep, they definitely handling business. Purdue went down. Uh, I was I was I remember and that the, was your final one of your that was picks, that was my uh, championship pick. Um, for them to win it all. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that was my okay. that was my pick. Um, okay. and <laughs> it was funny because everybody was telling me how crazy I was. As I was watching their teams drop off by the wayside and Purdue was still in there, I was thinking about everybody. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, y'all keep on talking. I'm about to mess around and pick the uh, pick the championship winner. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they lost. So Yeah. Now, now they lost to, what was it, Texas Tech? Texas Tech. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Texas Tech had a pretty good run mm-hmm. also, man. That was a good game against uh, Michigan, but um, they just, you know, pulled away later toward the end there. And Michigan – who I had in the Final Four, I was so dead on with that. I mean, it was just something about them after they went through the conference tournament, won the tournament, and then, you know, they had like a pretty lengthy layoff and people were questioning whether this was going to hurt them or not. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? It's just too much going on with this program. I'm, I'm just going to go for it, man. Uh, you know, doing my brackets and everything. I'm just going to go ahead and just – get these guys into the final four and you know at least i got that part of the bracket correct now villanova i did get correctly and you know just looking at the rest of the teams in that particular bracket i just said there's just no way that i could see anybody you know taking down villanova on that side there and and then you got which some people would argue could have been the national title game duke versus kansas Mm -hmm. great game man Great, awesome game coming down to the wire, overtime period. And what what the hell was Grayson Allen thinking, trying to think he could shake and bake uh, what's-his-face from uh, Kansas, from Malik, Kansas Malik, Malik Newman? Yeah. What, what, what the hell was he thinking, hey, man? man? You got to shoot your shot. I mean, it's basketball, man. You got 
Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to see Grayson Allen trying to cross up nobody. But that shot, though, if if he didn't nail that shot, yeah, right. You know, you know n- then n- we'd be talk, we'd be saying something different. Yeah, right? n- niggas would have been all over his yeah, nuts after right. that. Yeah, so I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. DJ so. Knox, what's up, man? What's up, Knox? Appreciate you, man. So, you know, here we got it. The final four is right here, and. You got Loyola going up against Michigan, mm-hmm. and then you got Villanova going up against Kansas, which is another example of a national title game. Yeah. So, in in your eyes, who who, who takes the entire thing? Man, I I want to go with Loyola, Loyola to the to the finals. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with that. Um, I got Kansas beating Villanova. I something about. I mean, I guess I guess they got a good coach in Villanova too. They got a good uh, a good yeah. Jay Wright's excellent, yeah, solid dude. Yeah, but um, I'm a rock with Kansas, man. I, I'm a rock with Kansas. So you got Kansas and, and Loyola, Loyola in the final game, and that and that's really more so more because I want to see Loyola get there. Uh huh. Um, I, so I think I'm picking more with my heart than with my head. Sure. But yeah, I got Loyola and Kansas, and um, and look, man, that's where it stops. I would love for Loyola Chicago to get. I'm rooting for Loyola Chicago. Let let me say that. Okay. I, I uh I'm rooting for them to win. Mm-hmm. If they win, I'd be happy. Right. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Um. So I am gonna go with Loyola to beat Michigan mm-hmm. on that side, and I'm gonna go with Villanova on the other side, and so Villanova and Loyola meet up in the final game. Hot take right here. Loyola wins the whole thing, man. Hey, man. They got the story. I'm going. For them with I'm, the, I'm, with the, I'm what's going. The, what's the grandmother name or the mother? Sister Jean. Sister Jean, yeah. With that going on, man, they got the story. A.K.A. Air Jean. I don't know if y'all seen that logo out there. Yeah, we, yeah, we not, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we not, um, they got the story, man. I was trying to read and, and talk at the same time. They, um, they got the story, man. I, yes, I, they, they definitely do. got the story, and I'm definitely rooting for them. But I don't, I don't see them beating Villanova or Kansas. Yeah. I, do, you, do you take seriously the path it took them to get to this point? Absolutely. Meaning the the buzzer beaters? No. The, well, not so much the buzzer beaters, but the competition. Because who they beat? Well, they beat they beat Tennessee. They beat okay. Tennessee along the way. Uh-huh. They beat K State. Um. Who else? Who they beat in that first round? Um, I'm trying to scroll back real quick. Yeah, I, I, uh, you, uh, you, they beat UMBC and then they beat Creighton. No, no, no. The K State, K State beat UMBC. Um, okay, my fault, my fault. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, oh hold man, on, hold on, hold on. it's it's it's. It, hold <sighs> on, I'm going Loyola beat Nevada. That's they, right, Nevada, Tennessee, Nevada, Tennessee, K State, Miami. The U, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but those seeds were those were some pretty like mid to low seeded teams, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, no, um, six. I mean, it depends on how you feel about six. Right. Um. Right. Then they beat three. Tennessee was three. Yep. Yeah. Um. And Nevada was seven. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I I don't know if I want to chalk it up to that. You know, to say that it was the easiest path, and I mean, when you when you really look at when you look at the bracket that they were in, mm-hmm. I mean, 
Virginia going down, Cincinnati going down. That's what I was going to say. It really, it really had more about the top tier teams not, top holding their, seeds, not really. holding their weight yeah. more than it is about sure. yeah, the sure. path per se. Sure, but then... Because if they were winning games, then they would have had to see some of these teams at this point. Sure, sure. Yeah. But then you, you could argue that for the number five seed too. And, and they went down. And, yeah, and well, that's, thing too. Well, that's why I'm saying is I think it's less about I mean they did beat Tennessee who was a number three seed. Yep. I mean, but they you can only play who in front of you and particularly in these sure. um sure. you know, these you know, where you know, there's the whole idea of March Madness is that anybody could lose any day, yep. any game, any time. So, right. you know, Hey man, who who asked Virginia to, to get beat by UMBC? Who asked for them to lose? Yeah, who asked yeah. Cincinnati to blow a twenty-two blow a, point? Yeah, game? you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, they they play who they play, and it's not like UMBC. Um, Virginia couldn't be here. Right. It's not like uh, uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati couldn't, couldn't be, be here. here. Tennessee, yeah, yeah, and Tennessee. I mean, they saw Loyola firsthand right. and couldn't beat them. And, so. and you're talking about some. Pretty historic basketball programs. I mean, Tennessee I mean, historically. Maybe, maybe it's a new. Maybe it's maybe you know. Maybe it's a new regime, man. Maybe maybe these some of these. Or, or maybe the guys that do the seating. Yeah. In, in this nah, thing, I, I, I think maybe <laughs> maybe these guys ain't 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 hitting no more. Maybe these teams are starting to take steps back. So I mean, I'm you know I'm just shooting the shit. We just rapping, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they. Maybe they maybe 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 they're not who we thought they were or who who they were any right. who they used to be maybe maybe but I, I, I but I I think all you have to do is use the eye test and when you see how they run they being Loyola runs their offense mm-hmm. they rarely make the big mistake in the basketball game yeah I mean I've I've watched all four of these games they rarely you know turn the ball over at an alarming rate. I mean, they're very smart with the basketball. Um, got a bunch of seniors on there, and I think that's the other part that we don't talk about is the fact that with some of these bigger schools where you have the one and done situation take place, it's not like that with some of the mid majors and even the lower major colleges. It's like these guys get in here from freshman year all the way to senior year. Mm-hmm. They develop the chemistry, yeah, and. Sometimes chemistry can beat excellent top tier Division One talent, and not for nothing, man. Um, when you when you stay in college, and you know when when it's a plan that you know the the nucleus of your team is going to stay together for four years. Yeah. Um, you you could kind of punch your ticket. It's a good opportunity to punch your ticket in the NBA when uh, you know. The good players are the good players in college for three or four years because they yeah. took the time to develop chemistry. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Chemistry and not just chemistry, but their skills. As yeah, well. well, that too. But if you, but it's kind of hard for NBA teams to not look at you if, say, you know, your freshman year you're not so good, and your sophomore year you make progress, yep. and then your junior and senior year you are the best player or top you know, top 20 players and the top 40 players, mm-hmm. like, if your top three players is a top 40 within the college basketball, yeah. by the end by the end of your senior year, I mean, NBA people are looking at that, I would imagine. Oh, so, yeah, you know I, I would say they are. They're, they're paying really close attention to, that, to those things. Right. I wonder if now that this is kind of like the cat's out of the bag now, I wonder if, like, places like Kentucky, Louisville, Duke, Maybe 
some of these one and done guys, maybe they try to keep these guys maybe, you know, extra year or two and maybe to just try to develop, you know, some chemistry. And it not only will benefit the programs, but it'll it'll help develop the players as they transition from college to the pros. Yeah. Like I, I, I'll give you a good example and you know, we'll 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 talk about this guy later in the in the program, but Markel Fultz was one and done, if I'm not mistaken. That's Somebody, right. you know, yeah, correct me on that. Yeah, they wanna go. They but wanna go. he was? Yeah. Okay, so obviously we've seen what's happened since he got injured with the Sixers, you know, coming to practice, shooting not so great in practice. And confidence maybe shattered a little bit, and yeah, yeah. you know now he comes back, and he had he had a pretty good game in his first game back. Yeah. So I you know I give him credit for that, but you can see when some of these guys come he out. Played yesterday, he played whatever whatever the last Sixers game oh, was. Okay. I, thought, I thought he was coming. I thought he came. He was coming back tonight. I thought. Oh no no no! He okay. came back already. Okay. Put up put up ten points. Um, I don't know what the other stats were, but I mean for him. Being his first time hitting the floor, mm-hmm. I, I think what you can get out of Markel Fultz at this point, I think, is you know pretty remarkable. So, yeah. but it, it just goes to show you that when these guys do one year and they come out and you know, they get in the NBA and things maybe don't go so great as planned, and then you see guys go through some confidence situations and you know confidence not being up to where they like it to be at. Maybe you think about it and you say, hey, you know what? Maybe a kid, you know, and I'll just speak for example, maybe a kid like myself or, you know, somebody could just stay an extra two years and, you know, develop this jump shot, you know, develop, you know, defense, develop whatever it is, you know, your specialty is. So, um, so, um, Chief Rock is in the chat room. What up, man? And uh, Angry Black Man. I also saw Fame of the Prospect up what in there, too. What up, man? And uh, Cedric Galloway's up here in the house. Um, Angry mm-hmm. Black Man says, why would a player stay in college an extra year? They have to leave when their value is highest. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I'm I don't disagree with so, that I'm either. just more so saying that every player's situation ain't that. It's not Everybody don't go to college and be the one-year breakout star. Right. And, and, and if you're not, mm-hmm. I mean, hell... Uh, Melo Trumbull always comes to mind when when I think about the guy who should you know and who should have stayed. Three years he was three years. And yeah, I'd be honest with you. He probably could have used a fourth to see you know because he wasn't real. You know, it was a whole bunch of hype around him. Yep. But you know, he never really panned out. He never materialized to yeah. You know, so being a top I always pick. yeah. So I always what. Different strokes for different folks. Obviously, obviously, your team, you know that that mm-hmm. player's team, they gotta sit there and say, "Yep, is this the move? Is this time? Is it your time right. to go ahead and, and try to declare for the draft?" Yeah. Um, Fultz in, in Fultz's uh, situation, I think he definitely should have declared for the draft. Like they were calling him that dude, right? That you know. Well, yeah. If you know you're, what I'm saying? If there's a lot of talk about yeah, you like the first if you got, year, yeah. Then yeah, you you gotta go. Right. So but, in folks in folks's situation, I think he did the right thing. Um, even though it's not necessarily panning out yet. Right. I think he did the right thing, but um, I don't think that's every college player or every high, you know, high pro. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. Every, I don't think I, that is. Everybody's situation ain't the same. 
And, you know, angry, angry black man says if Fultz would have incurred that injury in college, she may have never been drafted. I, I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Fultz is yeah. is the guy who should have left. He had the hype. He, it was his time, time then to go right. ahead and go. Right, It was really nothing else he could do to um, up his stock, per se. Yep. And, and, it's, and he also says don't give the colleges any more free labor than required. All good yeah. points. But then you got to decide. All good points. When is it time for you? It, yeah, exactly. that's, that's all. That's all. I think that's all we're saying. There, there's there's two types of players. I think. I think there's the player well, that. I think there's more. But go ahead. <laughs> I think there's the player that is all about the money and just wants to get that bag. Mm-hmm. Or there's the player that just says, you know what, I want to be great, but I got to develop this. I got to get this straight. I got to get that straight. Let me stay. And then there's also the player that knows he's not making it to the NBA, but he's going to let the free ride. Exactly. Free ride. So, it is. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. So, I feel you. But yeah. I, I think we're on the same page with that. Uh, where, Maestro, where is Melvin now? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> What's he talking about? I don't know. I don't know if I... Oh, like, I was like, wait, how you know Melvin? How you know the nah, homie? No, he's not. He's referring to Melvin in the, uh, in the chat. And, and Melvin assuming. in the chat room? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 But, what, Deacon Dell, what up, man? What's up, man? What's up, man? Um, Can I give a quick non-sports shout-out to uh, Cardi B, man? Uh, um, yes. I just, I mean, I just seen her album cover uh, yesterday, man, and I'm a fan of good album artwork. <laughs> And this is good album artwork, man. Right. <laughs> and if if album artwork was any consolation of how the how the project is going to sound, man, um, I I think she's going to satisfy a lot of her fan base and and all that. I think it's going to be a good project if her album artwork is any consolation. Well, and I and I and I, and I, and I saw, and I saw the comment you made on that cover, and um, I I, I thought I don't pay attention to really that kind of a thing when it comes to albums but I'll, I'll just focus more on the artists themselves and she's get, she's been getting a lot of hate man it, it's it's so crazy and you know I, I, I saw this picture up on Facebook with uh, I guess it's like nine artists and you know everybody's saying that oh this is not you know real hip hop these guys are whack and blah 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 it, it's funny to me and I, I said this to somebody Nobody really takes time to listen closely and carefully to what Cardi B has to say in her rhymes. I've I've I've, I've noticed that a lot, and I, and it's like that with you know most guys you know that that you know come out in the game, but you have to really sit and take time to listen to Cardi B and listen to how she spit. Like she she's got bars for days. I, I mean, is it? I, I mean, is it the way it, she sounds? I wouldn't it's, call it bars. But she could rap. I wouldn't say she got bar. Like, uh, like you know, we got our our uh, standard of yeah. what bars are. So I right. wouldn't necessarily say bars like like mm-hmm. like she doing with Jay doing or she or, or on a lower. Scale. And I'm not and I'm not. Yeah, using I'm showing that comparison. comparison. Yeah. I'm just saying the st- if you if we had if we made a standard of what bars are, I don't think I instead of a totem pole. Yeah. You know, you know, suck average. You know, like that. Yep. I think Cardi is right in that middle, you know, that average bar. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I wouldn't necessarily um, be like, oh, she bars for days and, like, she be saying some of the craziest shit out of never, you know what I'm saying? Right, I, you know what right. I'm saying? But she could rap. She could rap. She's she's efficient enough in, I think, every category that you 
what required of somebody to be a good rapper. Yeah. She's efficient enough in all of those categories to be a good rapper. Um, I, I, I can't see. Yeah. I, I don't understand the I hate. I can't see it. I got somebody. I had somebody that, um, that was on, that was like, she don't like it. And I think it had something to do with the fact that the, that Cardi being a blood and she a crib. But I'm like, even, even so, that in 2018 is like, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't yeah, that's, I, yeah. I, that that doesn't bother me as a as a fan of Cardi B. That I well, I don't know how deep it is in the, in the gang world. I, I I would reckon to say maybe not, but I know Cardi said some stuff that was kind of mm-hmm. offensive to Crips. So right. I don't know. Right. Um. Obviously, Rhapsody is a better rapper than Cardi B. Angry Black Man. I don't sure. Think, I don't think anybody don't who think... has heard both. <laughs> you it's know, both. Cool. I don't think anybody who's heard both of those mm-hmm. uh, to you know extensively they know who the better rapper but, is. But Cardi B in her but, own right. Is a, is a Cardi good B rapper. has a lane and yes. Rhapsody has a lane. Yes, so, I mean, and I, the styles are different. You, yeah. you, you really can't. You I really mean, you can make compare. a comparison. Rhapsody got better balls. I, I don't think that's. I don't. I don't think that's a knock on Cardi. I, no, I think it's not. She does different type of music. I mean, who I, got better balls, Remy or Rhapsody? I think Rhapsody has better balls than Remy. Some would say Remy. Some, would, some say would say Remy. Some but it's different. Remy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That would be a better that's argument. That's a closer. I was going to say that's a, a better closer argument, comparison. But they obviously do different types of music. But you can compare who got a better metaphor and who got a better simile or who who line up punchlines better. I mean, I, I right. think that's, that's fair. But, yeah, I mean, obviously Rhapsody's a better rapper than Cardi B. I mean, like if you're just talking about bars, like, obviously. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, DJ Knox in the chat room says, "Yes, Cardi gonna win for the ghetto youth." Um, and Smoker says, "Y'all really talking about Cardi B? Yeah, Cardi B deserves a conversation." I mean, we ain't gonna, I, you know, we ain't gonna make it a, a, a long yeah. conversation. Ain't a, ain't a, but let's be clear, Cardi B podcast Cardi, now. Cardi's, uh, Cardi's joint, Cardi's album cover is fire, and that's a fact. Yeah, it's 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 a good cover. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm not into album covers like that as much as you are mm-hmm. but as an artist and you know for folks that still don't you know believe in the Cardi hype or the Cardi well, B train or whatever deliver. That, just wait just, the album. She just, got album to yeah, deliver, yeah. just listen don't 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 focus so much on how she sounds when she raps focus I don't on think what that bothers nobody the, I don't think so I think it does you think so I, I think it bothers how she rap people. or how she talk both Okay. I, I think I think it bothers some people, okay. and I and I think part I think that's part of the reason for the dislike in terms of not liking a rapper for Cardi. Now B. let's be clear, I hate the way she talks. That's but, fair. Yeah, that's I, fair. I, like you know what I'm saying? It just irritates me. I don't you know I don't have right. nothing against right. her personally. That's, I, I that's just, fair. It just irritates me. It, it's like I don't like with that voice. I, I I shy away from that. But when I listen to a rap, mm-hmm. like that shit's fire. So you know. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh, definitely. Red Bars, one yeah. of the hottest joints, you know. But um, getting to some NFL stuff, man, um, I, I, I guess where you want to go, we could go so many different directions oh, here. We man. can go to Zay Jones talk. <laughs> we can go to Bennett Brothers. I mean, a couple of trades went down, a couple of moves. Hey, man, look, um, <laughs> Zay Jones, man. Um I'm sure everybody heard by now about Zay Jones. Um, yeah, so I had to... Um, pray for this man. I had to verify who Zay Jones was because I did I did hear about the TMZ video. Yeah. But I didn't link the video with the actual name of the player right. or the Bills. Right, yeah. So when I saw Zay Jones, yeah. I had the Twitter, I had to Google it, and I said, okay, so this is the guy 
from the TMZ video. Yeah. And so obviously it, it appeared that it was a situation where he was about to commit suicide and the mm-hmm. brother that was in the same video allegedly stopped him from you know, committing whatever suicide that was. Yeah. So they were in a, like an apartment complex. Um, I, I'm assuming they were in a hotel. A hotel I, of yeah, some sort. They was in some kind of a hotel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, really, when when I read the TMZ article, I don't necessarily see nothing. They don't really tell the story from the back. Right. But um, the cameras caught him. You know, caught mm-hmm. him running butt naked, and you right. can see um, the brother. Him, uh, uh, the brother who is Caleb Jones, his uh, who plays for the Vikings. Um, okay. Yeah, he was in the. Um, hold on, I just lost the article. Uh, basically, he was trying to stop him. Um, yep. He broke away from the dude. He kicked uh, Zay Jones like kicked a window out or some shit, and then tries to crawl through the hole he kicked out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but naked. Long story short, he was uh, some glass. Long story short, he was very uh, bloody, <laughs> and when he when the police yeah. finally got a hold of him, um, they said Caleb Jones was able to hold him down until the police got there. Right, right. Um, sounds like sounds like some drugs to me. Uh, one way or the other, um, we need to pray for that dude because. Uh, yeah, I think I think to put a perspective on it, um, while it's not a funny situation. It's somewhat funny from the standpoint. Well, maybe it's, it was. It, maybe it'd be funny to me if I watched the video with the sound. And that's where I'm getting yeah. at. It, it, it's funny from the standpoint that you're watching the video and you're seeing a butt naked cat and a dude dressed in full clothes running up and down a hallway. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll say that I'm glad that it is sort of funny because it could be. He jumped he off jumped the, third, the, the 30th story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, exactly. So, you know, shots, shots out to Zay Jones, man. And, it was, and, and to his brother for getting a hold of him until the police got there. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, like you said, that that, to- that totally could have went left. It, it definitely could have, man. Totally it it, it really, really could have went for the worse. And, um, you know, I'm glad the guy's okay. Whatever help he's got to get, man, make sure y'all get that man some help. Man, so um, what's up with what? I see, I see in the chat room they talking about the Giants, man. So I figure let's 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 yeah. talk about ODB, man. Odell Beckham Jr. Who says he will not play this year without a contract? Um, good for Odell Beckham Jr. Good for Odell Beckham Jr. Yes. Um, if you feel like you're worth that much money and you're trying to hold the Giants for ransom, hold why for not? Ransom. Why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I could I could care less is he about big this the, stuff. Is, is is this a what do you think is the uh, is the issue mm-hmm. is the issue as to why he feel like this is the time to say or put out public that I'm not playing without a contract? Why now? Um, it's easy for me the injury that okay. he suffered last year. Yeah. It, 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 to me, it's it's a no brainer mm-hmm. when you when you suffer that kind of injury. And, and remember, prior to that injury, he suffered something. Similar in the preseason against Cleveland, I remember specifically the game where he caught a ball, he jumped in the air, and the guy, you know, knocked his knee, and it looked gruesome, but it appeared like he was okay. Yeah. And so, come regular season, he gets hurt in the Charger game, and he's out for the rest of the year. You got to be thinking like, man, like, 
this could happen to me again. I yeah. might not be able to get mm-hmm. the money that I'm worth to this franchise. So once I get healthy and back on the field, I, I, I got to show these niggas, like, yo, like, I'm your dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the offense in 2016 sucked, but I was that nigga. Yeah. In crunch time. Yeah, right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So I don't blame ODB, man. Yeah. You, you know, go go get your money. I don't care if they trying to put you out there for trade bait or whatever. Do you think they holding out for um are they are they hold are they holding them holding out for a reason right now or do you think they gonna take care of this quickly? Um I think Because mm. here's the thing. Um they obviously got some some needs, particularly offensively, not just wide receiver. Um Yep. Um if they 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 it would hurt severely mm-hmm. to lose Odell Beckham, but if you lost Odell Beckham to get us, say, some stability at offensive line where you could run the ball and, and maybe get a chance to throw the ball. Right, right. Um, you know, maybe, maybe that's a, a sacrifice that the Giants were to make. Um, how do you think the organization is looking at the situation? Because um, they about to break the bank for Slim. That, if they do it, right. they break it the bank for them. And, and let's remember, this is the same franchise that had to deal with Lawrence Taylor back in the day. Mm-hmm. But what happened? They kept playing the guy because the dude was the best was the guy best. Right. on the team. Right. You know they. they I this mean, is the same situation. Yeah. They when when they drafted Lawrence Taylor, the Giants became good right away. Two Super Bowl championships, mm-hmm. face of the franchise, Hall of Famer. He had issues off the field. But they weren't getting rid of no Lawrence Taylor yeah. for that. So, would you compare the stuff that Lawrence Taylor went through in comparison to what ODB off the field's going to? Um, I would. I would say no. I would say no in the in the level of um, seriousness, I guess. Mm-hmm. But in unfortunately, and I hate that we had we always got to compare eras. Right in this era, mm-hmm. <laughs> Odell Beckham is going through something. You know, you know where he feel like he he got to play this game. Obviously, yeah. I mean, obviously, right. he felt like he got to play this game because you know because he's in the same kind of situation that LT was in. Um, so, um, my thing is, look, <laughs> I'm with while I'm not mad at him for trying to get his money, right? I, not you sh- get your you sh- you you need to do that. Yep. Get your money. Yep. Um, you you know, do what are you like twenty three, twenty four now? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, get all the money you can get in this get next all the money you can six, get. seven years. Get all the money you can get in this next six or seven years. If you get injured years. again, then that possibility ain't gonna be there. Yeah, right. So yeah, get what you can get in this next six or seven years. Um, but uh the other side of the coin and uh the other side of the coin is is dude then has some distractions. Um I guess I guess if you had to, he's had one, and correct me if I'm wrong. He's had right. one clutch moment where he needed to be the superstar when it mattered, and he wasn't against the Packers in a playoff after, game. Yeah, yep. after the whole boat incident. Right. I'm not saying he's the only reason. I'm saying um, I think that it's it's more magnified. It's magnified that it's him. That it's, it's magnified, him. and I get it was other players, but yep. it was him, um, and that he didn't show up. Right. And it's magnified in the biggest media market in the country. You know, so so 
so even if he's taking an unnecessary amount of blame, right? Um, you know what? <laughs> he kind of he might be putting it on himself. Yeah, I mean, and, and 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 I think and I think that's I think that's kind of what they're going to be considering mm-hmm. if they you know decide to come to some type of negotiations. Now, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, I guess it's about who has the leverage at this point. And I would imagine, I think Odell Beckham has the leverage. You think Odell Beckham has the leverage? I would imagine that the yeah. Giants have the leverage. Um, what what you would, you would think? And and I the reason I say. Odell Beckham has a leverage because when Joe Flacco got hurt in 2015 and was out for the rest of the year, that next offseason, they restructured the contract and pretty much kind of inflated the back end of that contract more. And in my opinion, I thought the Ravens at that point had the leverage, but with the result being what it was, it appeared Joe had the leverage the entire time. So when I when I take that situation and I apply it to Odell Beckham's situation, Odell Beckham coming off a major injury, definitely the best player on the franchise in comparison to Joe being on the Ravens. Who was not. Who was not. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Okay. Who was not. So that's what I'm saying. I think I think more it's Odell Beckham having the leverage. So let me ask you, do you do you think that so they made him take a pay cut, Joe Flacco? I, I'm I'm tr- trying to gain clarity on what no, you're saying. No, happened. he didn't take a pay cut. Okay, they they restructured the deal. So the money that he was going to get early, he got later. He's right. It's on the back end. Okay. of the deal. So it, the, it's kind of sort of in the middle. So where where would you say that Joe Flacco per se won in that situation? Well, the Ravens could have said, "Hey, listen, you're coming off this injury." We're not doing anything in regard to contract extensions, restructures. We're not going to do any of that. You're just going to go ahead and you're just going to continue. But do you think they restructured to make space for that particular next year if if it's back-end money? Um, Possibly. So it might have not had nothing to do with Joe Flacco. But it wasn't a pay cut. No, I get that it wasn't a pay cut, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you you got – uh, you know what the player's salary is, but you also have it in a breakdown of mm-hmm. what fits and, in the salary cap and of I the think, year. And I think the bigger part of to that is the extension. They ex- they extended the years on the contract, also. Right, but that that's that's not Joe Flacco friendly. That's Baltimore Raven friendly, I would think. It, it's Baltimore Raven friendly, but I but I think what you got from him prior to the injury, somebody would say. Look, he he, just keep him on that same contract, and then when it's up, or if it's a year before that, you know, just let him, you know, even cut him or whatever. I, but they, but they extend. Not only did they extend the years, but they threw in a little bit more money in that deal. I don't know. I don't remember how much more it was. Yeah, I I think they did that for them, and not necessarily for Joe Flacco. So for Odell Beckham now. So in so in Odell Beckham's case, mm-hmm. um. I don't. What's what? What's the worst that could happen if he said he he decides I'm not playing? He's on contract. It's yeah. not like this is a situation where right. he's due money or they have to give him more money. Yep. In fact, mm-hmm. they could just say, "All right, we're gonna just start finding you mm-hmm. until you decide you're gonna come and play." Sure. So I don't. I don't know that. Well, 
I don't know that he's winning in this situation. Yep. Or he has the leverage in this situation by just saying, I'm not playing. Right. Because obviously you're on contract, you're supposed to play. Yep. And 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 again, he's the best player on that franchise. So yeah, so yes, the team so yes, the team possibly doesn't win games, but there's also the possibility that they do win games with them that there. Right. Nobody's gonna say, Oh, the Giants are better without Odell Beckham, right. but what they but what Odell Beckham might start to real might start feeling like is okay they win without me and I'm losing money mm-hmm. and look at the stats for Odell Beckham also if, if I mean take, obviously if you take that in consideration combined with the fact that in 2016 the offense was garbage sure. but yet he showed up in a lot of clutch moments to keep them afloat you look at all that and to me my conclusion to all that is. Odell Beckham's got the Giants by the balls. Now, if they decide we're going to trade you to the Rams or something crazy like that, then okay. But Odell Beckham in that situation still has an opportunity to get his money. It's just not necessarily with the Giants. Right. Well, that's not the Giants. That's not the Giants' problem. Though. At that at that yeah. point it's not their well, problem. Well, it's not Well, here's the thing. It's not the Giants' problem in my opinion mm-hmm. because at the end of the day Win or lose, mm-hmm. um, we gonna get if you don't play, we gonna get some of that money back mm-hmm. in fines. Yep, and, and, and I, if I'm not mistaken, the um, it, it's however much it is in the game. If you meet a certain cap of missing games, then the fine increases. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that they can get a chunk of money back if he decides he's not gonna play. Right. Um. So here's the thing. I. I get that they're the Giants are a better team with Odell Beckham, right? But um, it doesn't mean depending on schedule doesn't mean they couldn't win games. It doesn't mean um, ideally you would just look at them like an injured player, except for you're finding them and get, and got the opportunity to make some money back. Now, obviously, you got to deal with the show circus, show circus and media and all that, right? But but that's usual in New York anyway. Yeah. The so circus I, is going to be the circus anyway, think, regardless of think, who's playing. I think, um, I don't think he's going to really not play. No. I, I don't think he's really not going to play. I don't think so. And if the Giants, if the Giants were, um, I ain't going to say if they were business savvy, but if they would decide, mm-hmm. they could just decide, hey, man, you just got to wait. Right. Because let's be clear, he's had, um, you know, obviously we know he's one of the you know, top, I say, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. Um, anybody really better than ODB after that? Healthy? No. Um, that I mean, that has shown for about a good three year stretch. No, yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that anybody's better than him. To me, it's it's those three guys. Yeah. And then after that, the list. I mean, starts we to can. Yeah, yeah, bit, we can, we can know, argue after that. But yeah. I, I mean, I think it's safe to say that ODB is a top three. Yeah. Um. Hey, bro, but you were top three in your rookie contract. Exactly. I mean, so, you know, and and if we're talking about the three years, three years, right, he's been in the league, mm-hmm. Um, you know, rookie year, he showed out, you know, the, the highlights, all that, stats, obviously. Yeah. Second year, um, still showed out, but a little more of the distractions were coming about. And then the third year, injured. Yep. I mean, Hey, bro, you 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 gotta wait, man. You gotta wait. Yeah, I, you gotta look, wait. it wouldn't surprise me if he waited, but I I just think that 
you, you're not you're not going to get rid of a player of that caliber, especially when he's no. Your they're best not going to get rid of him. There's no way they're getting rid of him. Via gonna, trade, yeah, cut. No, you, you're, no. you're not going to. They're do not going to get rid of him. They're going to make him. If he decides he sit down, he's going to be sat down until the money is to look like he's um, taking a loss, a serious loss. Until he gets tired of losing money, right? He'll sit down if he really even sits down. Right, right. I mean, I, I think it would be really uh, smarter than to just be like, "Hey, man, look, come on, let's go, let's talk." Look, bro. Yeah, it's been three years. It's not your time to get paid yet. Look at our offensive line. You know what I'm saying? Look at our running game. I mean, the running game's got a little better. I think they got Jonathan Stewart. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's got right. a little bit better, but still ain't enough. For yeah, me, yeah. You need an offensive line right now. How are we even going to get you the ball where you can get the stats where right. you can ask for? Especially if they're considering still keeping Eli. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying, but we got we got a couple of um, different opinions in the chat room. I want to start with Angry Black Man. He says Odell has the leverage because we've seen the Giants and Eli without him this season. Three wins. Well, I disagree because when they was what zero and four, zero and five, Beckham was healthy. So yeah. I, I I I can't really say I agree with that particular statement. But he also says Odell's power is to force them to pay him or trade him for less than his market value. But he could just say no. I'm not. They could just say no. I'm not going to trade you. Yeah, they could. They could definitely say. They that. could just say no. I'm not going to trade you. And then what? And then if you want to sit, then then we fine. Sit. Yeah. Um. The wait a minute show. What up, Jelani? What up, man? What up? He says here's why the Giants have the leverage. Odell has not shown he can take this team to the Super Bowl like Emmitt Smith did when he wanted a new deal and held out. Mm-hmm. Giants are about winning Super Bowls, not making the playoffs. That that's a. And that's we a just talked example. about. And we just talked about. Um. You know, him not necessarily showing up in that Green Bay game. Right. I mean, despite it's just one playoff yeah, game, but, but still. But, hey, when have you made the playoffs after that? So, it's like, right. you know. Right, right. So, you know. Now, I, I mean, that's yeah. some pretty good perspectives yeah. on it. I, I'll give you one example, and then we'll move on. When Dwayne Brown, the offensive lineman with the Texans, mm-hmm. the last offseason, when he held out, and it finally got to the point to where the Texans was like, okay, you're, you're just going to hold out. Yeah. You know, we're just going to, you know, not trade you. Yeah. And you're going to sit out. Mm-hmm. And what did he elect to do? He sat out the first, what, two, three two, games three, of yeah. the season. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the Texans woke up one morning and was like, you know what? All right. Let's just trade you out, you know, to the Northwest. Not like he was balling anyway. In Seattle, right. Yeah. So he went to Seattle. And offensive line was still some garbage. Still some garbage. And he ended up getting injured. But it it kind of hurt the Texans in a sense, you know, that, you know, the Texans weren't able to be what I think some people projected them to be with the healthy Deshaun Watson. And even though Watson hurt himself, I was going to say, I was going to say, had nothing to do with injury. I don't, th- and I don't think it had anything to do with Dwayne Brown. No, it didn't. Yeah. Uh, that, and that's my point. Yeah. Is that the injury happened during practice. Yeah. But I, I think that. Those kind of things could potentially derail a season, mm-hmm. and you saw what happened with the Texans in that point. So maybe the Odell Beckham thing plays out kind of similar to. Dwayne so are Brown. you saying? Are you saying we agree that Dwayne Brown really had nothing to do with the Texans' success or failures last year? Um, or do you on think the, it on did? the on the field? No, but I think it was a distraction. In regard to the team, because look, you you you're one of the starting five offensive linemen. Do you really think that was a big? I mean, sure, it wasn't news, and sure that no, maybe it was, it wasn't news, but well, I think it was news 
you know, in the first week or maybe week and a half. Yeah, I mean, people talked about yeah, it, but I'm it sure. wasn't like, you know, breaking news, da-da-da-da. Yeah, it wasn't like that. Yeah, because Dwayne Brown, um, good tackle. Mm-hmm. The, the, don't, don't get it confused like I'm about to call him garbage enough. Right. Good tackle. Right. But not... We didn't believe that he was a um an integral enough part in that defense or I mean that offense, I'm sorry, or that team for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um well, where look, we need to talk about him. Well, look at it from this perspective. Week one, Tom Savage gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And you could you could kind of put some of that on the absence of not having Dwayne Brown. Yeah, there. I, don't, I don't I think Tom it's a, it's a debate. It's uh, yeah, a, I don't but I don't think I don't think anybody I don't think anybody could logically Look back to Tom Savage, Tom Savage's play, and say that was Dwayne. We missed Dwayne Brown. Not I think I, th- I think you can. I think it's. I think it could go both ways because it's week one, and you're really not sure how it would have played out had he came. Well, was he here from? Camp. Was he here from the blind side? Because Dwayne Brown plays left tackle from that mistake. I think so. Yeah, I, th- I okay. think I think Tom okay. Savage was hit from the okay. blind side. I, I, I don't remember. Somebody it. verify that for me. Yeah, I, I think Tom Savage when he got hurt was hit from the blind side. Okay. So, like I said, I think that's debatable whether his absence hurt the Texans or not in just in that one week. But we'll never know yeah. throughout the entire sixteen games whether that took place. Yeah. But what do you think about Terrell Pryor? Going to the Jets. Man. Nah. Nah. Look, man. Um, <laughs> came to Washington. Um, had every opportunity to be, uh, mm. you know, a number one. Mm-hmm. Um, ran shit routes. <laughs> um, played like <laughs> drop, <laughs> drop passes. Uh, you know, and then eventually got injured. Um, you know, like, here's, here's the thing. Um, he got a job. He got a job because of what we think he's capable of doing. I mean, we've seen him do it in Cleveland. Yep. Um, and that's cool. Right. Right. Um, maybe with him and Robbie Anderson, who's a legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he gets gets something there. Maybe I don't know. Well, but, I think. Well, he's clearly gonna be like one of the top three receivers that's going to get oh, the most playing time. He's going to be number two. I, 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 there's no... Yeah, he's going to be number two because yeah. Robbie Anderson earned the play. Robbie Anderson earned that. Mm-hmm. And then there's nobody better on that receiving core. Right. It's know. funny. It's funny. I, I had Jets fans wanting to get rid of Robbie Anderson because of the whole thing that happened with the cop oh, and sure. all that. I, I, probably, it, it's funny. Probably white people. How people yeah, it, it, it's just funny how... But I, I don't think that was the only incident. I think... There was red flags on him coming out of college and okay. well, maybe I all that maybe stuff. I, okay. so. Maybe I don't know, but I mean, the dude was balling. Uh, he was the best receiver. He was the best receiver. Had. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. You know, when nobody, when everybody expected the Jets to go zero and sixteen. Yeah, last I, year. I don't know. Um, they made Josh. I just saw this earlier today. Josh McCown is the number one going into. In the training, training camp. camp. So, okay. I mean, I don't know. If that's not, that. That means nothing. to yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I think whoever and and I. Again, them going to number three tells me they're going to pick a quarterback. Pick a quarterback. They're going to pick a quarterback. So when is the draft, by the way? Uh, April twenty sixth, I think. Okay. Either tw- whatever that week Thursday is. Okay. That's that's when the draft's going to be. So it's going to be those three quarterbacks. Whoever they draft, Bridgewater and McCown. Three of them duke it out in camp, and whoever prevails. Man, I would love for Bridgewater to be on yes. starting, but I, that yes. don't, that don't look 
promising. Yes. That don't look promising. I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I hope Ty Bowles is, you know, mm-hmm. we get a little a little uh, nepotism. Right, right. But uh, I know well, I know they ain't related, but, mm-hmm. you know, we can get a little black love or something. Yeah, uh, well, let me say this, though. Bridgewater, I would love for him to get the starting job. But, it's but I a, think he's, he's disadvantaged because he's coming off the injury. And McCown is coming off of a pretty good year. And then they're going to draft the quarterback. And they're going to draft the guy that's supposed to be the future of the Jets. Right. So, so already Bridgewater is at a sort of a disadvantage right, in right, the race. Right. He's at a big disadvantage. He's, he's going to have a big disadvantage. He's going to really, really have to show out in training camp and preseason. And let's be clear, y'all. Um, I'm rooting for him because I want him to do I want him to get the starting job. I mean, I really we, do. we ain't seen no amazing quarterback play from Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. in his career. Let's be clear. In his NFL career, we haven't seen no amazing, not amazing quarterback no. play. Not, not, um, not amazing, no. Um, but he has a chance because I don't, sure. think the, I don't think the Jets want to put the kid in right away, whoever mm-hmm. they draft. I don't think they want to put that guy in fresh So off if the, they go, after eight games, they go 4-4 four and four with Josh McCown. Mm-hmm. And they at number three they they draft jo, uh, Sam Donald, Josh Allen, or Josh Rosen. Mm-hmm. After eight games, who and, they're, do you, and they're four and four, and they're four and four. Well, and they, who, if they're four and four, that means they're right in the thick of a okay. playoff hunt. Let's say let's say three and five. Then I'm talking about where they feel like a quarterback change needs to happen. Cause and, and let's be clear. Well, no, I take that back. Stay, stay with four and four. Uh-huh. They want to try to make a playoff push. Right. In the last eight games, mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater or said rookie? Well, I, I think it's going to depend on how they get the four and four, how Teddy Bridgewater plays in those games. Well, let's, and, let, and let's remember. Well, that, we're assuming, we're assuming mm-hmm. that Josh McCown is getting the start those eight games. Oh, I thought you were saying Bridgewater gets no, no, the no, 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 no. We're assuming that Josh McCown, based you know mm-hmm. history there, obviously right. semi-successful season, right? Um, chemistry, obviously, all the all the intangibles, veteran uh-huh. chemistry with the team, all those intangibles. Yep. A- after eight games, they realize that he's not the best option right now. We need to we need to change the pace. Mm-hmm. Who do you think gets the job between? Teddy Bridgewater, week nine. Who do you think gets the job? Oh, but, Teddy, oh so you're saying between Bridgewater, Bridgewater and, rookie. and whoever the, the and rookie, rookie is. Um, mm, that, that's tough. And and I, I was just gonna say, let, let's remember, this coaching staff is probably on the hot seat. Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles is on the hot seat. It's pro, I, look, they his first year, what they go, they went ten and six, mm-hmm. had an amazing year, record setting garbage teams. Whatever, but, however, yeah, sure, but they they choked in Buffalo the final game to get to the postseason. Yep, and then after that. It all went downhill from there. I think they went five and eleven, mm-hmm. and then backs it up with another five and eleven season. Yeah. So this is Ty Bowles' fourth year to really, you know, get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, some might argue he's got to get to the playoffs; otherwise, he could be gone. I can see that being the argument because he's a black coach, but I don't think yeah, that should right, be the right, argument. Yeah, right, and, and that's what I'm but saying. I, and I don't, th- but I don't think that should be the argument. It, sh- it shouldn't be. And 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 I, and I think this is why people get frustrated with the Jets because it's like, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna fire the coach, then fire the GM also. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Bring these guys in at the same time. Yeah, I think one of the biggest mistakes the Jets made years ago was letting go of Rex and not letting 
um, what's his face? Who was um, I think it was Tannenbaum at the mm-hmm. time. Um, no, they let Tannenbaum go first, and then they let Rex go after, because Isaac was there that one year when Rex was there. Okay. And then you know they brought Bowles in, and then McCagney came in. So I think that was the one mistake they made was you know hiring the GM and not allowing the GM to pick his own coach mm-hmm. at that particular time. So you know with franchise with certain franchises. You, you can't, you can't do that. right? You, you know what I'm right. saying. So, uh, hey, I just want to shout out um, the podcast brothers was up here in the What's chat room man? earlier, and also um, I think Girly Girl was up in here. Was that? Was and that? Um, I think I thought I missed somebody else, but I no, I think that was it. I think I shouted out Jelani already. Um, so let's um let's let's break. It'll be the only break of the show. We'll come back and uh, get into the rest of the NFL stuff, and then we got some NBA to really talk about. Uh, folks, if you want to call the show, the number is 240-532-2718. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier here in the house, y'all. We'll be right back. Lay down music. Hey, what's up, BS3 sports fans? If you love listening to the BS3 Sports Show, Check out the weekend wrap up every Monday at 12:15 Central Time, 1:15 Eastern, recapping the weekend in sports like you never heard it before. Comedy, interactive chat room, it's a must listen. Weekend wrap up on Spreaker.com, part of the X Squad. Check it out, you won't be disappointed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with two live students radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Lopan, they didn't even want you. Hey, they didn't even want me. But you know what? Right about now, they have no choice. Looking for the real sports talk? Talk that's for us, the people? Look no further. The Wait a Minute Show, a prime time sports comedy cocktail that tucks you in at night. Join me and Lopan. Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 2LiveStoosRadio.com and Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Wait a Minute Show.com. Sounds like a plan to me. Ain't that right, Lopan? My name is Paul Rothenberg, 
attorney at law, and I hereby ratify and confirm that logic is motherfucking paid. Can't nothing stop me, I'm on the road. Always on time cause my eyes is on my rodeo legs. I don't trust nobody or no. I don't trust nobody, put my homies on the payroll. Fuck with me now where you'll never know. If you want with me in the beginning, you get no love. My name Bobby Tarantino. If you want to call the show, the number's 240-532-2718. Shouts out to the homie Jelani from the Wait a Minute Show. Says thanks for the drop. No doubt. Appreciate that. Um, so Michael Bennett and uh, Martellus Bennett. Um, well, I, I guess we can you know, get out of the way. Um, Martellus Bennett retiring. retiring to focus on his media yep. company. Don't get up out of there, man. And uh, I think that's a great look. Yep. You know, black excellence, like we always talk about. Made his money. Yep, yep. Made his money, got enough money to, to, you know what I'm saying, do what he got to do. Yep. Until the media company get where he needed to get to. Mm-hmm. You know, start of money's already there. Yeah, so, oh yeah. yeah. Oh what, yeah. What you playing for? Yeah. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, I know you, you, you got his ring. You got his ring. You love football. You got your ring. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You done, done everything. Um you know, you dream about doing as a football player from a kid. So mm-hmm. you did all that. You you recognize that um, the bullshit doesn't outweigh the joy of playing football. So yeah. get about it, man. Yeah, word up. Get word about up. it, man. And as for his brother, man, Michael Bennett, um, <sighs> this happened at the at the Super Bowl at the Houston Super Bowl with the Falcons and the Patriots, I think. I think I think that was the Super Bowl. That so happened now, there. a year a, a year, year later, later, a year later, this is happening. Um, obviously, I I sense 
I sense a lot of racism in this situation, obviously. Um, you know, we, we've talked about the Seahawks and how outspoken they've become, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. And by the way, shout out to Michael Bennett, who uh, who just put a book out recently. Um, it's called... Um, it's called... Uh, Things that make white people nervous. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, and 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 that and to add to that point, it's just this whole incident where I guess it involves a paraplegic. Woman. Yeah, that he pushed pushed or something trying to get somewhere in the in the during the, right you know during the game he's trying to get somewhere right right and, I, and attempts to get there he pushed this woman. Yeah, um, that's I, the thing, man. They, I sense I, I sense something yeah. race racial that's happening here. Just trying to shut the guy up, pretty much. You know, the Seahawks, they traded him to Philly, which I, you know, I think it's okay because he's still in the league. He's going to play, you know. But now this, and the Eagles got to deal with, well, the Eagles don't have to deal with it. I mean, Michael Bennett has to deal with it. But still, you know, you acquire a player Is and the all league of a sudden take this action? happens. What you think? I mean, obviously they haven't said nothing yet. Um... I tell you what, the district attorney and you know some of these legal guys, they're gonna have to show me facts. Yeah, they're gonna have to show me something other than he say, she say. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And if you don't have that, if you don't have documented evidence, whether it be on paper, on video, or whatever, mm-hmm. then I can't take you as a credible source for what happened. Well, you know, ain't shit got to be credible to drop the law on the black man. Sure, ain't sure. Ain't shit got to be credible. Sure. I just read that uh, the the dude involved in Alton Sterling's Sterling situation. Yeah, they got uh, off. I'm, yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's BS, man. And then I also, um, what was the other guy um, in, in Minnesota? Um, Philando Castillo. Philando. Okay, so yeah, it was Alton Sterling. I read. Yeah. Yeah, man. Psh. It's terrible. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, it's just a terrible look, man. And just, uh, it, I mean, it, 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 for some reason you saw it coming. I mean, once the thing happened with the cops in Vegas, mm-hmm. and then you know, once everything now they trying to just throw down, him and shit. Now they yeah, now they just trying to make an example out of him now. Hey man, at Michael, least from I, at least from my eyes, I'm riding with you, Michael Bennett. I don't I don't know what you could do to right right the wrong or right what well, he didn't do shit wrong or if he did it innocent until proven guilty. Yeah man, look I I guess I don't know man. Show me the facts. This is I'm I, yeah it's definitely aggravating because. Don't give I mean, me your word. Here's the thing: if he did it, then he then he needs to right his wrongs. If he didn't do it, yep. Then why is this? Let the man go. Why is this an issue? Like, come on with the bullshit. Yeah. Come on with the bullshit. Yeah, for real, man. Come on, for real, man. But speaking of, you know, we're talking about black people and our culture and all that. A black man finally owns the Weather Channel, man. Mm-hmm. Comedian Byron Allen. Byron Allen, um, who runs Entertainment Studios. Mm-hmm. Purchased the Weather Channel for three hundred million. Yes, yes, it's a great look. Yeah, man, that 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 is a great look for this guy, man. He he's under the radar, man. I mean, when it comes to p- blacks in power, he's become very under the radar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've seen some of his work like in the last ten years. Like he's had a couple of sitcoms. Yeah. on TV. I, I knew the face. I know the I knew the face looks familiar, but I, yeah. I I can't I couldn't pin him to anything. Right, right. Yeah, I mean that guy's got an empire of yeah. his own, man. It seems so. I mean, we're talking about guys trying to come together to buy the Carolina Panthers. 
Why not this guy be included in the fray? Yeah, that, well, that's well, obviously he won about that, but that shit, because I... Well, they had like $2.1 billion for the asking price. I think the like asking price is like about two point two, yeah. something like that. But again, it, it's going to take a village. And if he <laughs> has the bread, I mean, he definitely could, could be a part of that. Well, you know I what I mean? I don't know how much bread he got, you know, to put towards the pandas now that he just, you know. Right, right, that he's yeah. got the weather change yeah. and all that. No, I, but shouts out to him, man. Look, we, look. We need to start getting into these conversations, these offices, these co- you know, these meetings, man. No doubt. We need our seat at the table, man, and, and um, this is definitely a good uh, good way to start, oh, man. man. It's, it's a great look, man. Good way to start, man. Shout out, to, shout out to Byron Allen. It's a great look for that, man. Um, I love what Johnny Manziel had to say regarding, uh, I guess, somebody compared him to Colin Kaepernick. Well, yeah, um, you know, the whole... You know, Manziel did a, um, I guess, a, a workout. Uh, For like 13 teams or 13 something like that. 13 teams and people. Yeah. You know, we talked about this, I think, last week where, you know, here is Kyle Kaepernick having to do his workouts and that shit showing up on Shade Room and Instagram with, like, right. no no scouts that I know of that showed up. Right. To where Johnny Manziel, who has his history. Yep. Um and no shade to him, he got his right to try to get back in the league. Yep. But him having his history, um, mm-hmm. and thirteen teams show up. Yeah, I, I won't get into that part of it because I think you and I understand where the NFL stands when it comes to Colin Kaepernick. They don't want to sign him because of what he stood for, and obviously the NFL and politics they feel a certain way about you know people you know upsetting the brand and you know the 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 majority of NFL fans which are white fans did not like what they saw when Colin Kaepernick did what he did that that's really what it comes down to mm-hmm. so i'm not i'm not going to get into that part of the Manziel Kaepernick situation i am going to get into the tweet that Johnny Manziel put out mm-hmm. and i had to say to myself Thank you yeah, for yeah, yeah. thank you for emphasizing with yeah. the black community. We got right. a phone call. No, no, no. no oh, okay. No, yeah, I, th- that's the first thing that came to my mind when I read you know those you know few tweets right there is that okay, he understands. Yeah, he he he, he truly and 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 I hope he wasn't doing that just for show, but the other argument is is that he did say, look, it's going to make some people mad. And Johnny Manziel, in some people's eyes, is trying to get back in the NFL. So for him to come out and say that, I mean, look, it can still be for show, but you know, no, it it could still be. But I think, but I think the argument is, is that would he be hurting himself with that tweet, knowing he's trying to get back in the NFL Mm -hmm. and knowing what happened to Kaepernick? Maybe. Granted, you know, look, Johnny football he's you know he's white so obviously he's got white privilege off the top mm-hmm. you know but at the same time for him to put that so eloquently in the tweet um great you know shots out to Johnny Manziel you know for for yeah. a, for acknowledging and emphasizing with the and, black community and, and at the end they you know that's that's really a lot of what we ask for we just want acknowledgement right that, that that's it that's an example of utilizing your white privilege. I mean, we talk about that a lot, but that's a way to use your white privilege because you know that they're going to listen to you 
because of your skin color. Right. So the louder you speak, and if more white people like yourself emphasize the same way, yeah. then that that's white privilege right there. In, in, in my opinion. Um, Mocha Bella says uh, the only reason he's doing it is he's trying to get back in the NFL. Um, I, I disagree I, with that. Um, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't, I, I don't I, think that helps or hurts his... Um, and like you said, I think I think it's a better chance of that hurting his chances. Yeah, it's a better chance of you that know? hurting. Yeah, I, I don't think that... Well, I don't know, man. I, don't, I I I think I think it hurts. Yeah, if he cares about Cap, he would have contacted him. Contact I, him for I mean yeah, for, like for, for what? what? And how do we know he didn't? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he put he put the tweet out there. He put the tweet out, and he knew and he knew that the tweet was going to get to Colin Kaepernick. Let's be clear. Right. When you were when you you know at the stage of his life that Johnny Manziel is, you know if you tweet something right. of that ilk, right. it's yeah. going to get. Yeah, see, this is this is what we can't this is what we can't do, and just like Johnny Menzel, I, I might you know be in trouble for saying this. Uh, with who? But we, <laughs> we 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 can't we can't expect the white folk to you know emphasize with us, and then we not accept it. And and now I get some of it may not be genuine. I I, I get that because we we get a little skeptical. With these things, yeah, we are, we are point we we have exposed the fake people when it's time to expose the fake people. But for now, right, with with little to no, you know, right as information as on know. how he feels or right. what you know, whatever. Um, hey man, let 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 that man let that man give us show Cap some support or show him some love, and you know, for all intents and purposes, he deserves the the support. He deserves the love. Even if it's fake love, I you know, this ain't gonna hurt Cap's feelings, you know, three years down yeah, the road. Exactly. And I, and, I, and I think Cap at this if point it's fake love. Cap at this point, man, I think it's just comfortable where he's at. He's trying to get in the greens. That's what he's trying to do. Colin Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Um uh Gruden I hope that happens. Gruden released a uh, a statement earlier today saying that he thinks that Kaepernick could get a job this year. You know he's not saying that he. Yeah, and I also thought that Gruden said that he was surprised that he still doesn't have a job. Yeah, of course he. Is. And and and, and, and I saw some people outraged about that, and I'm trying to figure out what's what that, the exact outrage was. Yeah. Or is it just a reason to just get at John Gruden? Probably a reason. I mean, I'm not I'm not a Grand Gruden fan, but when I read the article and I read somebody to you know somebody saying you know what is he talking about, I'm like. What what did John Gruden say that wasn't you know wasn't yeah, true? Right. He's just saying that he's surprised. I mean, as I think some of us are, yeah, but, and then some and, of us know some the of deal. Us, yeah. But I mean, coming from him, I mean, he's looking at it from a coach perspective. Let's rem- let's remember this: coaches and general managers want Colin Kaepernick. Let let let's be clear about all that. All thirty two NFL teams, the coaches and the general managers. They want Colin Kaepernick on, but on their team, on the team, on I, their I, specific team. You think every co- every team? I don't listen. Uh, well, well, the reason I'm saying that um, is I'm, I'm I'm saying it from the coach's perspective and from the general manager's perspective. Okay, they care about winning football games. Am I right about that? 
the you coaches, so far. And, and particularly the coaches. Yeah, you really so far. I mean, that's why John Harbaugh came out in that press conference last year and was like, yeah, you know, we're going to look at Colin Kaepernick, whatever, just to see how much, you know, steam it gets out there. But let's be, let's be truthful about this. Coaches want Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> From a coaching okay, perspective. Okay, the first thing you said was all coaches want Colin Kaepernick. I, I, I'm thinking, like, Aaron Rodgers, the Packers want Colin Kaepernick? No, well, well, no I, I'm, you're I'm just saying, saying you're saying, saying pers- every I'm team saying that a needs coach- a quarterback, every team, if you needed a quarterback. Yes, I'm saying he, from a coach perspective, the coach cares about what's going on on the field more so than they care about what's going on in the pocketbook of these teams. It's the owners. It's the owners that, that care don't about the want, money. That yeah. care about the money yeah. in the pocketbook. They don't want Colin Kaepernick. So coming from John Gruden, I would kind of expect something like that for him to say that he's surprised. Because he's looking at it from a coach perspective. Well, I think I think that um and I'm not disagreeing with you. I think I'm more just not liking the way you said it. Mm-hmm. Um any coach would like to have his football pedigree in their locker room. Not necessarily him as a quarterback. Just that kind of a football player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if there's a space for him on the team, anybody will welcome. In whatever, yeah, in whatever capacity. Whatever. That is. I'm just. Ta- I'm not even talking about him as a quarter. I'm just talking about him as a football player. Mm-hmm. He he shows up. You know, it seems like he shows up to work on time. No off the field issues. Right. No. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just a, a player who comes out and yeah, speaks his mind every football. night. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He's a for, But for the most part, yep. he's about coming in and playing football, it seems like. Yes. So yes. anybody would want that in their locker room. Yeah, and that's, that you was know, my yeah, point. Okay, yeah. So I, I agree with you. I just, I was, you know. That was, yeah, that, okay. no, that, was, that was my point yeah. is that so, the coaches look at that perspective. Yeah, that they so want to feel. So with that being said, I, I agree with you there. I, I think uh, John Gruden just said what what is the that's like the taboo thing to say right now. If right. anybody asks anybody else about Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. well, um, he's a great football player. He should be on a football team. That's the ta- like that's right. that's the that's right. the easy thing to say. Even now, if you have a different opinion, right. that's the taboo easy thing to say. Anything mm-hmm. else that you could say outside of that yep. will possibly get you on an ESPN clip. You feel me? Now, if this was the owner Mark Davis that was answering the question, that about might have Kaepernick, a little bit more. He would have a different perspective on it, but he wouldn't say that. Though. He wouldn't say he it. would say what John Gruden said. Or he, something he, to the ilk of that. see it a little differently. Yeah. But you know it's coming from a different place because Mark Davis has the pocketbook. And that's really all he cares about. Yeah. Aside from winning, but he more so cares about the pocketbook than the coach and the GM does. Um, Angry Black Man says, I don't need Manziel to say anything about Cap. Hell, most of the ninjas in the NFL have been silent and castrated by their own players, by their own owners. See the Cowboys and the Texan players. Um, wait a minute, show says people forget Cap has a case against the NFL. Nobody is letting him back in well, while that is that. in effect. That's and I, I forgot I agree, all about yeah, the case. And that. it's still pending. Yeah. Um, angry black man says Gruden was disingenuous in stating Cap was beaten out by Blaine Gabbert as a starter, when in reality Cap was injured to start the 2016 season. Cap is a better player than half of the starting quarterbacks and 99% of the backup quarterbacks. Well, I agree about him being better than half of the starting quarterbacks and 99% of the backups. I agree about that. Um, 
he was injured? I don't know. Him? I don't know that for a fact. So okay, yeah, I I, 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 I just don't remember. I yeah, I'm, I'm just going to have to take your word that. for it because um, I, I I thought it was, and I'm, I'm just trying to remember, but I, I thought that there was a competition in camp going on. Okay, I, yeah, I, I don't. Who was the coach? Chip Kelly was Chip the Kelly, coach, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I because I, didn't Kaepernick get hurt the previous year, I thought? I I'll be honest with you, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm yeah, I I, I'm I'm gonna have to go back in the archive, but I'm just gonna have to take Ricky Blackman's word for it. Um, do we want to? I just, I'm not saying I disagree with you that he's better than half of the starting quarterbacks. I just I'm, I'm just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't don't don't. <laughs> I I take him I'm over just, half these guys for real. Okay, I I take him over half these guys. I mean, when you when you look at, I just want to know for my, I just want to know because I'm sitting here thinking about. It. I just, I just want to know. Mm-hmm. We got time, right? <laughs> um, uh, not really, but <laughs> okay. No, all right. Well, I will take your word uh, for it then. I mean, we we kind of went through the sex exercise about a year ago. Yeah, and, I don't, and we we did end up saying we that we ended up it was about even, like sixteen sixteen. It ended up being there was about sixteen guys that you would take over Kaepernick, and then the other. 16, 16. You okay. know, you okay. can swap them out for Kaepernick. Okay. You no, know. well, swap out them better than the two different conversations. Okay, that's fine. Right. Okay, yeah, okay. right. That's fine. Uh, Jelani says Cap was trying to come back from injury. Remember, he had lost a bunch of weight and and uh, was trying to gain weight and arm strength. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Okay. I, I take your word for it. Okay. I'm not saying you. I, I just yeah. don't remember. I okay. take your yeah, word I, for it. Yeah, I, I thought it was something different that happened there. And the angry black man says Cap had off-season shoulder surgery in 2016. He wasn't healthy to start the season. So, okay. All right. All right. No, that's that's cool. That's cool. Um, I guess we could get into some hoops, man. Um, you know, we, we got this Wizards-Spurs uh, game on. Yes, sir. And uh, the score still uh, wizards up. Wizards up. I, I think it was seventy one to. I, I I know we had seventy one. If if I. Well, needless to say, man, they they had a bad week. They they had a they had a bad week. We being serious, man. Needless to say, we're having a bad season, and I don't care about the fact that we in the playoff race. When um, you're having a bad season, despite missing John Wall, despite what you've well, gotten no. from Sadaransky. Well, we're having a bad season because because of John Wall. I'm not saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, obviously, we're okay in the scheme of we're you know we've missed John Wall for two months, right? And you know we're still in the in the um you know in the in the playoff race. So I mean, obviously that's good. Right. But as far as expectations, because John Wall is injured, some would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like where we are in this year as a whole. Like, I'm going to look back on this year, hopefully, um, saying we won a championship. But realistically, I'm probably going to look back on this champion on this year and say, mm-hmm. um, you know, we underachieved mainly because John Wall was injured for two months. Um, and secondary-wise, because of whatever the hell is going, what's going on, before the All Star, All Star breaking, before John Wall got injured with yep. the whole team chemistry issue and all that, right? Um, and then a little bit after the All Star break, where we knew the schedule was going to get tough, mm-hmm. you were playing a bunch of teams in position for playoff spots, yeah. and then you go, and I'm just going back to just the previous week, you go zero and three, you lose to the Nuggets, 
on the night that the 1978 Bullets championship team was paid homage to. Mm-hmm. And then you got the homie Phil Chenier, one of the great Bullets players and commentators in, in the city. Yes, yes. Gr- great commentator. Yeah. Great commentator, by the way. You know, gets his number 45 up in the rafters, yes, retired. Sir. And they come out against the Knicks. Field. I don't think nobody in the in. I know. I know uh, side note. What? Uh, where can I find a Phil Chenier jersey? Online. Do you've seen them? I haven't seen them. Okay. And I'm just throwing out the internet because yeah. I haven't seen them in the stores. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the only reason I'm saying the internet. Um, yeah, and you're gonna I, have to dig really deep. I, yeah, I don't. Th- I would love to have a Phil Chenier jersey because nobody be wearing it. Hey man, yeah. try one of those Wizards yeah. uh, stores inside the arena. Maybe I doubt they will have them. Yeah, but, yeah. if side I note. if I had to guess, yeah, I'm sorry. Side note, sorry. If, if I had to guess, uh, you probably won't find yeah. it in, in a store in an arena. But but yeah, you, you have that go on, and then they're just not focused. And then you know, my team comes in there, gets a win. I mean, the Knicks can't even tank right, and. It, 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 the Wizards are kind of on a slide here. I mean, minus what we're seeing from them right now against San Antonio, mm-hmm. but you're starting to see a slide down the standings, and um, you're starting to think at this point, man, if they draw the Cavs in the first round, might be a quick and painless series, unless <laughs> they get a healthy, like, and I ain't talking, I'm talking about almost 60% M- yeah. Wall. We're talking, talking about, about MVP, uh, that a hundred percent. Yeah, John Wall got to come back for y'all to really try to make some noise against Cleveland. Yeah, if that becomes the matchup there, you know. So, but but shots out to the '78 team and shots yeah, out absolutely. to the Chenier. Yeah, man. For that, man. absolutely. You you know who else had a bad week? The Thunder had a pretty you know bad mm-hmm. week, and so did Portland. But we know Portland's been on fire and everything, and so um, so in the game last week in between Portland and uh, Oklahoma City. Mm. You had a couple scuffles take place on the court. You had, um, who was I think you had Eric Davis go over top of one of the bench players for Oklahoma City and then Westbrook comes in shoving everybody and then Evan Turner comes in and shoves Westbrook from the back and, you know, it, it all, you know, gets a little messy after the fact and then toward the end of the game Damian Lillard just Clutch, yeah. and just you know, lifts the Portland Trailblazers to a good win. When I say a great win over a good team, good team. you know what? Um, getting to the back to the Russell Westbrook, I'm tired. I th- I was listening to Flagman Two podcasts on the way here, mm-hmm. and they brought up an interesting point. And I think I'm tired of this too. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing Russell Westbrook with all this getting up in people's faces and put. <laughs> I think I'm tired of that shit. They they were saying that he he one of those like one of those niggas that don't really want smoke but act like they want smoke and yeah I'm like you know what they ain't never really they ain't never really gonna be no fight nah it's not so why you why you why you gotta jump up because because truth be told Russell Westbrook and I know he's the star and you know the stars don't like to really put the teams in a bad but truth be told he could have snuffed Evan Turner yeah right there. And Evan Turner, that's the that's the dude that ran like three three yes. yeah yeah 
Truth be told, he could have yeah, snuffed them and turned them. Yeah, man. Like, I, but, I, but these cats don't really want smoke. Yeah, and, and so I'm tired of y'all acting like y'all do. That's I'm, I'm tired. It's, it's a little bit, and specifically for Russell Westbrook, it's a little too much. A little bit too much of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all for you being a fiery player and all that, but I'm yeah. a, a little bit too much of that. Like 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 something about to go down. And ain't nothing really gonna go down. I, I think I'm getting tired of that, man. I, I don't want to see it no more. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't want to <laughs> see it no more. I'd rather you just I go ahead and take it on the chin, right? No homo, and then put it, you know, and then kick it back out on the field. Right, right. Yeah, I've, I've kind of been on the whole, you know, Durant and Westbrook. They got to duke it out and all that stuff. It's kind of died down a little bit. Yeah, because we know at the end of the day, mm-hmm. ain't nobody gonna fight. Right. And, and and low key, those guys have talked to each other. Yeah, I'm there through all that stuff. They're fine. They had a they had a cord. Right. And and right. They, yeah, they they, don't, they it's not it's not real problems. It's like, it's not real competition. Right. That, that, that didn't stem from whatever happened in the off season. That stemmed from a call or something that that happened on court. So, right. Right. I, yeah, I, niggas is not fighting, man. Um, just a couple comments in the chat room. Uh, Angry Black Man says the Wizards acted like they were better without John Wall. Welcome back to reality, DC. Right. Even though we smacking the Spurs, but uh, the Spurs ain't really been a squad this Spurs, year. Spurs, yeah, they they've had their little yeah tumultuous you know up and downs also with the Kawhi stuff and you know. And Angry Black Man he also says Detroit Piston fans would gladly take the Wizards record. That's a fact. Of course they would. Uh, Phil Chenier, great player and commentator, ASAP. Um, Wait a minute, show says hit up Rel Scott. That dude has everybody's jersey. I tell you what, if he got a Phil Chenier jersey, he is. Yeah, he needs to come up off that. Man. Yeah, he's officially that dude. Yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, Chief Rocker says uh, Maestro. He don't want. Oh, dang, the stuff was moving around. He said, Maestro, he don't want to see Clive Frazier, your number 45. I know where that stems from. Because I, 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 I hear a lot of stories from, like, my pops and stuff that watched ball back in the day. But the Bullets and the Knicks used to be rivals. They were rivals, right. Back mm-hmm. in the 70s mm-hmm. and all that. And so Phil Chenier was a part of that. Walt Clive Frazier was a part of that. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Earl the Pearl Monroe, who, yeah, you know, Left the bullets to play with play, the Knicks and yeah. get the title and all yeah. that. So you know that—that's where that stems from. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, angry black man says, and actually, C.J. McCollum closed that game the other night, and then Melo missed a wide open three to tie. Yep, that—that's a fact. Uh, mm. Yeah, Melo's been getting uh, just a little bit of criticism about the the missed shots in the clutch as of late, but the reality is, is that I mean, he's he's a third option. On, on, on a really good team. Uh, really good team. I don't know. Yeah, really. I, I think they're a good team. Yeah, you said really good. That, that kind of. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mean really yeah, good, like great. Like, right, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, they're not great. Oh, uh, yeah. They I, could, I, but they're there. They could, they could make there. some noise in yeah, the playoffs. They're obviously there, right. They're they could make some there. noise in the playoffs, especially, you know, we don't know what the status of Steph's going to be. Well, yeah. we know the status of Steph. It's just. He, he, he's they're coming. saying he's not going to be ready by game one. He says he is. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing they're talking about. Round so, one, I'm sorry. Yeah, round one, This Kerr was saying that Steph's going to miss the first round. First round, playoffs. he says Steph he's is not. like, nah, that's, that's not happening. Yeah. But, um, I mean, should Warrior fans be panicking No, at this point? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think they should panic. Um, but I, I do think that the chances of getting back to the finals and repeating 
I think that's slowly, sure. Sure. It's slowly. I think, I think this. Down. I think this would be a good time for them to lick their wounds and get ready for the playoffs. Oh yeah. This is a Definitely. perfect time to just go ahead and lick their wounds. Yep. And get ready for the playoffs. Yep. And I and I couldn't remember Clay Thompson's injury from last week, but it's the thumb to his shooting to hand. Shooting hand. Yeah. So when he comes back, how effective is he going to be? With the sore thumb yeah. on a shooting ham, and then you got Durant with the ribs. I think he'll be fine he'll be when fine. he gets back. So. And then Draymond's got the pelvic issue. I think that was from getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah, last after all week. the times he was kicking niggas in oh, the nuts. Yeah, exactly. Karma is a motherfucker. Huh? <laughs> Karma is a motherfucker. Oh man, man, man. But um, but sh- shots out to teams that had a really good week last week, man. Cleveland. And I don't want to say Cleveland because, you know, LeBron is there. But LeBron been beasting for, like, the last three, four games. Uh, Almost averaging a triple-double. I feel like i just seen this seen this stat uh, earlier in this game. Uh-huh. Um, since the All-Star break, if I'm not mistaken, he's got the highest point per game, too. Uh, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, I know so what you're talking yeah, about. So, yeah, so we're sitting here talking, you know. know so yeah. it's not LeBron, man. <laughs> it's not LeBron. This this LeBron ain't the problem. No, it's yeah, yeah. and yeah. I don't, I don't think we've ever mentioned we have it. But if you, I mean, the problem is is that when you're the best, mm-hmm. you you gotta take the you you gotta take the rap even if you doing your thing. Right. You it, always gotta do a little bit more when you're the best, and that's right. why I mean, in that in that sense, you know, he's the leader, so. A lot of times, blame has to fall on the leader. But if you're looking at his stats and him playing a game, yep. if he was getting a little more from his uh, supporting cast, he's doing just fine. Oh yeah, most yeah. definitely, definitely. And and as I say that, the Heat are up twenty-seven to eighteen on the Cavs mm. in Miami, and it's the first yeah, quarter. Sure. So you know, we'll, sure. we'll we'll see how that goes. And shouts out to Eric Spolstra. He just had a kid, uh. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't even yeah, know yeah. the dude was expecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, shots out to him. And um, the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, man, they, they had a great week, man. They had a great week yeah. of basketball, man. They're on this eight game, nine game winning streak right now. Number four seed in the East. Yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta tell you something, man. And you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the schedule up in a minute, but. Uh, it's a, I think it's a pretty good debate about who's going to get that three seed, man, between Cleveland and uh, Philly. Wouldn't that be an, uh, a nice parody with all the LeBron James Courtney they've been doing this year? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be an, uh, a decent little parody? Absolutely, absolutely, man. I got the sixth schedule up right here. So it's nine games left. Mm-hmm. So they got the Knicks at home, and then they go to Atlanta to play the Hawks. Two then they wins. go to Charlotte. Three wins. Then... They come home. They play the Nets. Four wins. Then they go to Detroit. Five wins. Then they come home, and I think this is going to be the game that might determine who gets that three seed at home versus Cleveland on April 6th on a Uh Friday night. That game could go either way, but that might be the game that tips who gets that three seed. Well, if you're saying or you're speculating Mm -hmm. that that would be the game. Yep. Then Cleveland's winning that game. I don't, I don't. I don't see anybody being able to do nothing with LeBron okay. when he's when he says right. 
this my game. Right. No, yeah. that's that's fair to yeah. make a statement. Yeah. That's well, fair. Because he's still the best in the game. Sure, yeah. sure. But, I mean, they've also lost to the Sixers sure. earlier yeah. this year. So yeah. Never with these stakes, though. It, it, right. Yeah. Right. I think that, that, that's going to be a big game. In speculation, obviously. That's going to be yeah. a big game. And then the last three games, home versus Dallas, they go back to Atlanta again, and then they close out the season at home against Milwaukee. Now, that could be a game that could go either way also. Yeah. But looking at the schedule in the totality. Seven, seven and two. Seven, oh, I would say eight and one because they probably beat Milwaukee. Yeah. Seven and two. Eight, eight and, and one. one something, yeah, something like that. Really at best. And then when when you go to the Cleveland schedule, the Cleveland schedule is a little tougher. And obviously they got the, you know, they got the heat game right now in Miami, which I said from the jump that that was going to be a tough game for the Cavs to win in Miami. Yeah. And so as I'm trying to pull this thing down here, pause. Um, okay, so... So they're playing the Heat right now. Then they go to Charlotte after that. That's a W. Mm-hmm. At home versus the Pelicans. That'll be a tough game. Yeah. Hold on, what was the first game again? Um, at Charlotte. After at, they play, after they play the Heat. Okay, at Charlotte. That's the one. Yep. At home versus the Pelicans. I think that's. A, I think that could go. That, that could go, go either, either way. way. Right. That could go either way. Um, at home versus Dallas. At home versus Dallas, that's a win. At home versus Toronto, that's a little. It could go either way. They might Toronto might want to make up for that blown lead in the last game Uh just last week. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll see what happens. At home versus your Wizards, I think that game could go tight either way. You know, John Wall might be back by then. Right, right. Um, At Philly, the game that we said could Uh be for all the marbles Uh and. And then they close out the final two games against the Knicks, home and away. Mm. Houston and the Knicks, you said? No, the Knicks. They're playing the Knicks oh, the you final said two home, games, home and away. Oh, home and away. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or actually, hey, yeah. actually, in this order, they're at the Knicks and then they play in Cleveland, play in Cleveland. after that. So hmm. that's, the, that's the final nine. But when you look at the Cavs schedule in comparison better, to the Sixers. Yeah, definitely easier schedule. Definitely will probably have a better win-loss record. Um, I'm when you talk about both of those games, I'm not sure that this game is going to have high stakes. That Sixers Cleveland game and on whatever date you said it was, yeah, April six. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to have high stakes when you look at both records. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was there what's their you said they're the three. They're they're a game apart. They're the four, and then Cleveland's the three. Cleveland's the three. Philly's the, the four, four right. and they're a game apart. And they're a game apart, right? I mean, and each team's got nine games left. Nine games left. Yeah, man. Because I could, I mean, I mean, Cleveland could, you know, rack up and, you know. Sure. Knowing, knowing the moment. Yep. But if I'm just looking at, you know, Toronto. Toronto. New Wizards. Orleans, Sixers, not even Pelicans. so much the Wizards, but the Pelicans and, and the Six, Pelicans, Sixers, and Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Now, the good news for the Cavs is that the majority of the tough games are at home. Yeah. So, you know, the Cavs might get the edge there in terms of finishing out over Philly. And I don't know who would have the tiebreaker if they both tied with the same record. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to – I'd have to go through the entire 
schedule to see how many times they played yeah, and shout went out through. the angry black man who uh what's up says that I'm, I'm and trust me i pulled it up right while you was talking uh-huh phil shanir jersey on amazon for 114 dollars autograph and it's right there i'm looking at it right now all right there you go yeah, so, yeah. there you go next paycheck yeah, i don't know about next paycheck but i'm gonna get it 114 there's only like three of them left too so how many is left three three of them left yeah okay Okay. I'm sitting here looking. I'm sitting here looking at our camera view, thinking about how how dope it would be. <laughs> have Phil in that in that camera view. Oh man, oh man, that's crazy. Uh, angry black man, calves down eighteen. They can't guard. People need to realize that is a problem. Um, defensively, yeah, yeah they definitely, definitely a got a problem defensively. No, no, no question about it. Um, he says LeBron is a part of the problem with the Cavs. Atrocious defense. They can't guard bodies at the morgue. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, defensively, I mean, even with the new pieces they bought in, they haven't really, you know, stepped up the defense per se when yeah. it comes to points allowed points. per game. Yeah they, yeah, they haven't played good defense all year. That, 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 yep. No, no argument there. Oh, definitely. Um, I, I and more than that, I don't think they're necessarily going to play any defense until the playoffs. <laughs> Let's yeah. be clear, they haven't played defense all year, and they're the number three seed. Right, I, right. You know, is that is that championship basketball? No, but if they decide... They amp it up, especially if it's against an inferior opponent. Yeah. Like, let's say... And, and I, I've, been, I've been dealing with this. Like, I've been looking at this the last couple of days. And I'm... I'm trying to picture who they don't want to see in the first round like they like there's some east there's some teams in the east that I could see the Cavs not wanting no smoke with in the first round like I could see them not wanting to play Philly in the first and even though that probably might not be likely anyway right, given right. that yeah. you know the Sixers are you know putting together putting a really together. good streak of games here mm-hmm. but when you look at the bottom 5 in the east with the Wizards, if they get John Wall back, that might be a team they don't want to, you know. Because in the past with LeBron teams, they, they sweep those first-round yeah. series. They don't want to get in a situation where they got to drag a series out to a 6th, 7th game in the first round. No, no. They don't want to get it to that point. And I think the teams in that bottom eight that could do that to the Cavs is the Wizards with a healthy John Wall and to a certain extent this Miami Heat team they're playing right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. A Miami, lot of, where are they at? Eight? Uh, I think they're eight. Okay. I, th- I think they're eight right okay. now. So, that look, that's a team that – and look, Miami can move up to seven or six. You know, I mean, the Wizards still got a tough schedule. Yeah. You know, the Pacers – Still have a tough, tough schedule, schedule down yeah. the stretch. That's true. You know, I think that's a team that the Cavs want and that they could dispose of. Yeah, and get them out of there quick. Get them up out of there really, really yeah. quick. The Bucks, I think. I think they'll get them in I five think they, six. Uh, five. I, I'd say they get them in five because yeah. I, I think the Greek freak is too good to get swept like that. But I, I, I just think that if their bigs played much better throughout the year, that they could have posed some pretty, really good problems for the Cavs, but I, I just don't see that. Yeah. I, I think they could get rid of the Bucks in, like, five. Yeah. So. Yeah. Angry Middle black man. Eating wizards, yeah. Would be smoke. Uh, Greek playing by uh, D. 
D Wade and a franchise that knows and exactly, and that's mm. why I brought the Heat up because mm. Eric Spolstra knows LeBron. Yeah. That franchise knows LeBron. Pat Riley knows this guy. Yeah. So I I think if there's a if there's a team that they don't want to see, it's Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, so um shouts out to the Grizzlies, man. <laughs> Shout man, out to the Memphis Grizzlies, dude. man. I don't even know who this coach is. His inter- he, 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 I guess interim, he's, yeah, because yeah, they got rid of Fizdale. I don't care. Fire him, too. Oh, man, 60 points. They in their back. They was in the locker room laughing. I didn't see that. They were in the locker room laughing. Wow. Like, wow. <laughs> man, we got our ass whooped. <laughs> Fire him. Wow. Fire him. Wow, Fire y'all. him. That's how y'all feel, y'all? Y'all fired Tisdale for less. Fire him. That I I was so I was so irritated you with fire that. that whole fire front office. Him. Yeah, fuck it, fire him. You ain't going nowhere, no way. Fire him. That, that's, that that's you terrible. would allow your team laughing, getting caught on camera. Fire him. Yeah, it'd be one. Th- it's you know obviously you you know players feel that way sometimes. I get it. Mm-hmm. But to allow that, fire him. I don't even know if it's the coach's fault that that it that you know that it got caught on camera. Probably ain't. I don't care. Right. Fire him. Right. I'm looking at the standings right now and just looking at the bottom of these conferences. If the season would end right now, Phoenix would have the number one pick. Memphis would have the number two pick and the Hawks would have the number three pick. Mm-hmm. If the, if there was no lottery, yeah, that, that would be the order. I, I, I just think that's interesting. Um, oh, LiAngelo Ball declared for the draft today. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see how this whole Lithuania, Lithuania experiment. I'm interested out. to see how that pans out, yeah. and if it translates. If he to gets the it, NBA. I, if he gets into the league based on his play in Lithuania, then I think realistically players are going to have to take a, a, a realistic look at mm. going overseas as college players. Absolutely, no, no question about it. I mean, who, who's good that's coming out um, this year for the draft? I know the kid from Duke, um, Bagley, Bagley. Jr. Uh, Porter declared. Uh, Porter, Porter right. declared for the draft. The right. cat from uh, Can't, didn't um, Malik. Um, what's his name? I'm not Kansas? sure if he. I'm not sure. If I he thought he declared, declared also. Um, yeah, man. I. Who am I? Who else? Um, it's another. It's a. It's a couple of cats that I know. I'm forgetting right now. Mm-hmm. But um, look. <laughs> Anybody that can transcend the franchise in your mind? Bagley is that good? I think Bagley's Bagley? that good. I think okay. Bagley's that good. Okay. I, I've been able to watch some of these guys yeah, a I lot. Yeah, I think Bagley's that good. Okay. Okay. So, it would be nice if they the say They say Porter is that good. I, I'd be uh, – oh, and Trey Young, obviously. Trey Young Trey is Young. The, um, yep. Um, yep. They say Porter could have been, and I don't know yeah, how they Yeah, before he feel. got hurt. Yeah, right? I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. they feel about it now. But they, I know a lot of people was high on Porter. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know, what, what, but they what, say Trey Young. Obviously, Trey Young is like the the guy. Yep, and uh, angry black man. Thank you for reminding me. Big boy from Arizona is a beast. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name, but I know who he's talking about. I'd like to see the Atlanta Hawks get one of these guys, though. Um, oh, I think is Grayson. I think he's uh, um Grayson Allen. I think he's declaring as well. Uh, how I feel about Grayson Allen. I'm just I'm just saying. I don't even about people who was who was. Going. I don't think that dude sniffs the NBA. Really? I don't think he sniffs the NBA. Hype, he's definitely getting to the NBA. Too much hype around his name since he's been there. He's definitely going to the NBA. Yeah, there was hype around Jimmer Fredette. 
He it, got it went, into the NBA. Went, yeah, and he fizzled out. The, the point <laughs> is, you said you don't think he gets into the NBA. He's getting into the NBA. Mm-hmm. Now, whether he's good in the NBA, then that's a whole other debate. But he's getting drafted. Mm-hmm. The second he he declares, if he hasn't already, um, he's going to the NBA. Grace well, it's there. his last year yeah, with Duke. He's, yeah, he's he's there. He's going to the NBA. There's no way Grayson Allen's not going to the NBA. Mm. No I, way in hell. I, I'll, I'll see how that transitions. You, yo, so hold on. Let, let, let's be clear. There. What's up? He's going to the NBA, though. Grayson Allen. If you put a gun to my head and say what's what's going to happen to him, I'm going to say he's going to the NBA. Yeah, I don't think that's that. But my, my feelings are he doesn't sniff the G League. That that was my feelings. Oh. Again, that's feelings versus head. Okay, that that's that's what that's about. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold a gun I'm, to I'm your still, head more I'm, often. What's that? I'm gonna hold a gun to your head more often. I'm I'm just like I'm I'm mad. The, I'm mad. The dude tried to shake and bake Malik. Uh, what's his name? Even man? though that, that's crazy, <laughs> bro. Even though he if he would have made that shot, we'd have had a different conversation. And it's not like the shake was that bad because he got the shot off. He, yeah, he did. He he, he got it off. No, no question about it. But and it wasn't a bad shot. It wasn't a bad shot. Meaning uh, he got the shot off. It wasn't like a. a oh, a, I'm about a, to say. Meaning I'm not talking about decision wise. I'm meaning if you're going to take that shot, he sure, took a confident sure. shot. He was able to. Yeah, there was a chance. There yeah. was a prayer. He, De- definitely he took a confident shot. That that yeah, I I agree with that. But I something about Grayson Allen. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if his style. A play translates to the NBA. That that's just me. I sure. I, I don't know. But that, he's definitely getting drafted. Though. That that's just me. But he's definitely getting drafted. Okay. Uh, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how that pans out. I'm interested to see how that how that all plays out. I yeah. Because look, because look, when Jimmy Fredette, when the hype was on Jimmy Fredette, he came out. He played a little bit for Sacramento. And but you're like, just talking about him being drafted. We're not talking about him. I'm just talking about him being drafted. He's definitely getting drafted. Okay. Right. I, I don't see how you're like, I don't know about this. He's getting drafted. I, I, I'm just interested to see how his game translates to the NBA. But are you interested? I, I just, I, you do you believe he's, you don't believe he's going to be good in the NBA? I, I, yeah, I, I don't believe he's going to be good in the but NBA. But you know he's getting drafted. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I, okay. I guess he's going to get drafted. Angry Black Man says Grayson will definitely get a shot, probably a second round yeah, he's pick. he's definitely getting drafted. Okay. But, yeah, okay. whether he's good or not, you know, that's up for debate. But he's definitely getting drafted. To any player that's getting that much hype around him for this long, mm-hmm. there's no way he's not getting drafted. All right. Well, we shall yeah. we shall see about his style. I would love to see his mock dra- what the mock draft look like so far. Yeah, I, I want to see something like that too. I mean, it's I guess it's early in the game for all oh, that. They all trust me. They started. They did start doing that. Oh, okay. Well, they're doing it behind closed Projects, doors. No, no. Like if I I'm clicking on NBA mm-hmm. draft site right now, and they're going. Oh, they got some mock drafts. They, yeah, they 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 they've been doing. This oh, shit. what you see right there? You I'm, gotta pull I'm it trying up. to pull it up now. Oh, okay. Well. I forgot to talk about this in our little NFL segment, but uh, we forgot to mention the Dominican Sue going to the Rams mm. for uh, fourteen million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. The Rams. That's 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 my hot take, son. But I got the Vikings. Man. They they going to the Super Bowl. But I son. got the Vikings, man. Okay, you can take the Vikings. I'm taking the Los Angeles slash. St. Louis Rams. They going to the Super Bowl, man. Damn. They going to the Super Bowl. You I'm, believe I'm, in Jared Goff. I'm 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 sorry. Jared Goff. Dude, 
I'm, I look, at their de- look at their defense. Now, here's the interesting here's the interesting take, though. Uh-huh. Is Adamakin Sue going to be good? Now, I know I get he played with the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yeah. You, there's yes. obviously the conversation of did he, um, is he chilling because he knows his team ain't going nowhere. There's sure, obviously that, sure. that whole. No question. You know what I'm saying? That whole thing. No question about it. But now you're going to a contender now. Rams so had a Rams had a up. Rams had a great season last you year. You think he's gonna turn up because he was a good team? I think he's gonna turn up, and if he's not the Sue of old, then he's still gonna give you just a little something. It's not gonna be what it was in Detroit. I mean, they, let's be clear; they got a good, they got an amazing defensive line. So they have, a, yeah, him yeah. and Aaron Donald. Yeah, and then you got the backside with Marcus Peters and Aqib Talib. Yeah. Combine that with the offense they had. Todd Gurley. Now, how you feel about their linebacking core? Because I'm not super. No, nah, I mean, the linebacking core, definitely the weakest link on the defense. Yeah. No question about that. But I think that their miscues will be somewhat masked by the great play of the defensive line in, in the secondary. Oh, that's not what Atlanta had to say about it last playoff. Well, sure, yeah. and and I mean, granted, the Rams were kind of babies yeah. going into the playoffs, but look, you get a year under your belt, get some experience, you come back, you you know, you build that defense up, you get better. I mean, they won the Super Bowl, man. So, just a quick, um, I got the mock draft here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. DeAndre Ayton from Arizona. Right. That's who the they guy. Have as the number one mock in this mock draft I'm looking at. Uh-huh. No uh, doubt. Luka Doncic Don- from Slovenia. Oh. Uh, Marvin Bagley to Atlanta. Trey Young to Orlando. Muhammad mm-hmm. Bamba from Texas to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Porter to Cleveland. Uh, I'm looking for any like no Robert Williams to the Clippers from Texas A and M. I I like Robert Williams. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Look for any other notable. That's right. Say. The Cavs got the Nets pick. Yeah, because of that trade. Yeah. yeah, okay. They got Grayson Allen going 31 hmm. in round two, in the second round. Yeah, okay. to Phoenix. Hmm. That's the that's the that's the. It's a good landing spot for him. Hmm. I think. I, well, if you know they're young with that, if 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 this plays out yep you know the center from arizona him josh jackson is there right uh, that's a good uh, yeah devin booker devin is in booker. phoenix i don't know if devin booker going to be there much longer though i don't know what his contract situation is mm-hmm. but yeah because he, he's too great to be stuck in phoenix playing, yeah 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 no nah, i feel interested you into what his i'm interested to what his uh situation is yeah no nah, I, I feel you well he's been in the league what a couple years now right Devin Booker. Devin Booker, yeah. Okay, so I'd have to say he's on like maybe a four-year rookie yeah, contract, maybe if anything. Maybe. But the opportunity to trade him is still it, yeah. out there, so I wouldn't be surprised if something and, like that and happened. It, and and you would have to assume that they're in some kind of a rebuilding phase. So I could see them trading Devin Booker to try to mm-hmm. get pieces. Right. Yeah. That, that's true. That's true. It, it, it wouldn't shock me. Uh, Avery Blackman says Sue had was asked to take double teams to allow Cameron Wake to rush the passer. That's true. Oh yeah, that's a fact. Um, that's true. Um, he's gonna be. He, they, the, I still I'm don't believe you. he was as good as he could have been in Miami. But that the is poten- a fact. yeah, the potential. Yeah. he did not show with the Dolphins. Yeah, I, but uh, you're right in that he did take on double teams. That that's uh, that's true. And him with Aaron Donald. He's, 
on that defensive line. Yeah. Dude, this is this dude is the at minimum they're in the NFC title game. I don't don't backtrack now. At, at minimum. Well, no, no, no. I, I'm not backtracking. You I said I said they're going to the Super Bowl. You don't hear me saying shit. I said the Vikings are going to the Super Bowl. At minimum. Man. They're in the title game. Well, I'm telling you the well, they losing to the Vikings, nigga. All right. I'm not told you. All right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see about that. And I, I, I'm I'm surprised this phone's not ringing off the hook because this is the point in the show where Chief Rocker comes in, and all of a sudden we start getting into this giant talk. Well, good because that means we can be out of here on time. Exactly, exactly. One one more thing though, um, we 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 kind of talked about this before we got on air, but anybody check out Ronda Rousey's interviews um, today earlier on ESPN. She had a couple interviews. She had the first one with uh, Mike Golick on the morning mm-hmm. show where uh, Golick was asking her, can she see herself fighting in the UFC again later down the road? And her answer was just like, you, can you, why are you asking me? Can I go back in time? Yeah, nah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember exactly. I was trying to remember exactly what Golick said. I, the qu- the I, question the question was can you see yourself going back in time but i i think i, I mean i i think any sane smart person would realize that he really meant like would you go back to fight again yeah but i think that ronda i look i think ronda rousey knew what he was trying to say but didn't want to deal with the whole mm-hmm. ufc am i going back and that right, right. conversation i think she knew exactly what he was trying to say but was turned off by his uh questioning mm-hmm. and responded that way yeah I, I think she was just pissed off period though uh, i don't i don't think so because cuz when they was when they was throwing them same kinds of questions at the you know at the what's the other interview we watched the um um well, you were watching something. Uh, Jalen Rose, Jalen Rose, Beetle, and um, Mike Greenberg. Mike Greenberg. I think that was like a practice for the new show that's coming up next week. Oh, I so think. that wasn't aired. I don't think. Yeah, that wasn't aired. Okay. That that was just like a little trailer. Okay. Because I think they're like. Because I, I read this article last night. They're actually practicing um, the show so that when yeah, real man, Showtime like comes, shows, like most shows do. Yeah, yeah. They, they, that's what they were doing. Yeah, um, but, but her, her second interview was on first take this morning. And I'm, I, I didn't, that's what I didn't see. Right. You didn't see that. So kind of similar to the whole Max Kellerman, Kyrie Irving interaction. Mm-hmm. It was sort of the same thing okay. with him and Ronda Rousey and, I think Max got in maybe two questions, and that was it. I think Stephen A. got in, like, six or seven questions. Molly got in about three or four. And, I mean, the interview just kind of ended just like that. And So, what, did she? Did he just stop asking questions, or she responded in a way well, that made his him? Que- his question was obviously about her losing to Holly Holm in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And basically something, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but something to the effect of, the opinion about you was that, um, you know, you fell off and that, um, to me, that's not true. That wasn't my opinion. I thought that it it kind of elevated you to, you know, being a better individual. And then she just had, like, these two-word, three-word answers. Oh. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that was it. It was just, it was an awkward 
you know, in, interaction. Uh, so she, so basically, she ain't like hearing that. She ain't like. She didn't like the fact that Max brought up, you know, the past. Yes. Being yes. Even though he said he, that she that he didn't believe that she's washed. Right. Um. Hey, Ronda Rousey. Get look. I, I think I, th- I just I just think she was pissed. I mean, it, when you watched when you probably watched the Mike Golick interview at first, you're probably just saying, ah, maybe it's just you know a misunderstanding here. Maybe or there. she was, maybe, but I, yeah. But I if you but if you've watched both interviews, because they kind they happen back to back, kind of back to back. Yeah, well, in a show scheme, they in a show scheme, yes. Yeah. But when you watch the Max interview. She was done, and then yeah, and now you you, you kind of coming to the conclusion that you know what uh, she, she ain't really like. she ain't really want to talk about. She ain't this. really dealt with them demons of getting getting exactly. her ass waxed by Holly Holm. Exactly. Hey, yeah. exactly. So well, don't do media then. Don't do because you know what's coming. You know what's you yeah, ain't exactly. no interviews since you got your ass whipped. That, that's that's terrible. Then you got the audacity to sit there and think you're gonna go to summer uh, WrestleMania. And not get asked about the fact that you got your ass waxed by Holly Holm. Yeah. yeah every, yeah. Everywhere you go, right. even if you win your first few matches in the WWE, niggas are still going to ask you Let's about Holly Holm. We know the WWE is fake, so why would we ask you about you beating uh, 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 Stephanie McMahon at WrestleMania, exactly. when we know full and damn well that shit is fake. Now, let's talk about that let's real talk fight about that real when Holly Holm got in your beat. ass. Yeah. Because you can't box. That's terrible on her PR department's part, That's man. That's terrible on her damn department. Because I know damn well that you knew that you was going to get asked that question. Because most interviews, they go in a situation, they say, mm-hmm. these are the questions we're going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah, no no question. Cut that shit out, man. No question about that. Uh, just want to say what up to Clutch Talk Sports. Uh, thanks for checking into the show. Yes, and sir. I also saw Shelly B up in the chat earlier what up, what up? also. Um, angry black man. Um, this is facts right here. It's hard to stay focused in South Beach, and that's what I was referring to uh, Dominican Sue. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean anybody who's an athlete in South Beach, it's hard to stay focused on that. Um, Clutch Talk Sports says I'm going to be at WrestleMania. Can't wait for it. How excited are you to watch uh, Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon wrestle with? Uh, is it? I think if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, Clutch Talk. Uh, it's going to be uh, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H against uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle. On a scale of one to ten, I'm more, I'm not excited at all. Let's be clear. When yeah, on a scale of one to ten, with one being the lowest, I would say negative five. Facts. I just, I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm just I, not I into wrestling. A, I don't give a damn. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to. I'm I'm not going to watch the highlights unless it pops up on my on my. Instagram feed or some shit, which wrestling doesn't pop up on my Instagram feed. Yeah, I, so I, I, I could kill unless less. something mommy mental happens where it hits shade room or something, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna see or TMZ. Yeah, for that matter. I'm not gonna see what happened or Worldstar. But um, I don't know. Shit, I barely watch Worldstar anymore. So yeah, Worldstar still pops up on my uh, yeah I, news feed on Facebook every yeah. every now and then. Yeah, I don't get much of any. Yeah, I don't get a lot of that. I've been really. I've been really on my cleanse and trying to 
you know what I'm saying, keep positive shit on my timeline. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Kevin Gray from Clutch Talk Sports says, yes, sir, a mixed tag with Triple H and Stephanie versus hey, man. Angle and Rousey. Hey, man, if if, if if it's something that people want to talk about, man, we, 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 we'll we see if we can get you on to talk about it, man. Cause oh, damn. I promise you, I'm going to be the person that don't know what the fuck is going on. And you can just go ahead and hip us to what's going on with, with WrestleMania. When is WrestleMania, by the way? You know? I have no idea. Okay. Like I said, I, sorry, I can man. give a damn. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Negative five fans. on a scale of sorry, one Sorry, wrestling ten. fans. Yeah, we, we, you know. But uh, the Miami Heat are Getting killing the class. No, they're, oh, I'm they're sorry. beating the Cavs. Yeah, right. By 54-34, I just saw. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, like I said, I, I figured that that was going to be a tough game for Cleveland mm-hmm. to try to get a win up out of there, man. So uh just want to shout out everybody in the chat room tonight that listened to us. Uh We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody that's out there that's not in the chat room that listen. Uh, much love, much love. Just want to shout out a couple of things before we go. We're on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can also check us out on the Facebook page. We upload videos of our podcasts every week, so make sure y'all check those segments out. Um, check us out on Twitter at BarbershopSPOR2. If you got any questions or comments, um, just email us at BarbershopSportsTalk1 at gmail.com. And also, if you want to follow the show um, so that you can get these email notifications of when we do these live shows, just go to Spreaker.com, click the yellow follow button, you get in the chat room and get the notifications when we do this show live. And um, for an on-demand version of the show, you go to Google Play Podcast, you can go to Apple Podcasts, or you can go to xsquadaffiliates.com. So that's it for the show. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier signing off. We'll holler at y'all folks next week. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Like Michael, no ice, misfits, no typos. Look, wait, 
We just wanna make you go cycle. Put a hundred thousand dollars in the Bible. Ooh, I took the game with my eyes closed. Last verse was before the award show. Icons had it on my torso. Me and Moy dipping in the Porsche. What? I ain't even taking on torso. What? Your this fire, I'm more so. What? Young Jaden dying on the floor. So what? She broke my heart to the core. So what? I guess we all gotta grow up. I'm just an icon living. Saw the record label, Miss Fish just did it. Ooh, interview cover five minutes. Woo, we are too hot in the business. Woo. I'm going straight to the top of the cold. We should just chill and maybe take it slow. Before we get up there with nowhere to go. And we can chill and just look at the view. Woo! Damn. Load a yellow rose into a rifle. Ooh. Me and Harry about to go psycho. Psycho. Put a hundred thousand in the Bible. Bible. Damn. Wait. Go teeth dance like Michael. Michael. Man, it's on like a light bulb. Light bulb. Over all the cutting in a tight Damn. About to make a movie independent. Need new trucks independent. I need you to listen to the vision. All your verses sell like dirty dishes. I'm about to clean them in the kitchen. And we making money by the minute. I'm about to do a way different. I am just an icon living. I am just an icon living. Icon living. I am just an icon living. I am just an icon I am just an icon living. I am just an icon Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Enjoy! Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.